if you do not like hearing the following words, booger, sex, poop, butthole, fart, pee, boobies, sack, dingleberry, booger face, then this show might not be for you. This is the After Party at 980 WCAP. We're professionals. Barely made with any salmonella. 978-454-4980. Numbers coming at you. Puking in the kitchen, and then I farted. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And no, you didn't. Conversion tales on WCAP after time. Everybody. The circus is in town. Are you going to be at Trevor and Dukes in any plastic bags? What? People were pretty pissed off. I was throwing feedback chairs everywhere. Upside down question marks on them and stuff. That's what happens when you rub my tum tum the wrong way. <laughs> Right on the edge. Hey, welcome to the after party on 980 WCAP. I'm Chris Poobelin once again with another edition of the after party. Joining in the studio, I have Tom Markham and I got Nick Robbins. What's happening? Hey, and I, I I know who you are now. Yeah, like, that's great. Before the, there used to always be this question as oh, like, am I saying the right name to the right person? But boom, I got it finally. I, I oh. branched off. I brought Dominic <laughs> on last time. That's right. That's right. That made it a whole lot easier yeah. for me. We also yeah. have Bob Philpot pushing all the buttons, making the noise on the other side of the glass, and answering the phone. If you want to give us a call at any time throughout this program at nine seven eight four five four four nine eight zero. Nine seven eight four five four WCAP, and uh, you can chat with us. That's kind of how it happens. But it's been a fun, productive week. Got my sleep number bed. Ever, ever, What's your sleep number? Uh, I think twenty five so far. Yeah, because it, it's weird. It's really a glorified air mattress. Oh. I, I think that's what it is. That's what I'm uh, uh, equivalenting it to. Cause, so, uh, so you go to bed, it's like a 50, and you wake up, it's like a 15? Well, uh, no, no, no. It, it stays. <laughs> Slowly deflates. <laughs> uh, it, it's pretty solid. I mean, you can put it at 100, and it's just rock hard. Yeah. And then when you you lay there, you, you set it to the number you want, and you can hear the motor under your bed, like, adjusting the uh, the air pressure of the bed, and you just kind of sink into it till it feels wonderful. Now, do you and, have the uh, one with the different sides, so, like, your wife no, can do one? No, no. Well, she, she can have her own. She has her own side as well but like if i want to sit up she's still she has to sit up also like there's oh, okay. this one position you can position the bed in zero g that's what it's called and it's like your feet are up and you're kind of hunched up it's pretty damn comfortable <laughs> but like if if i want to do that we both have to agree to that uh that commitment <laughs> surprise her with zero g yeah we, we got the queen size bed and uh, uh that was like the smallest bed you could get to have like separate sides with separate numbers yeah uh but yeah man that that's pretty awesome i've been not wanting to wake up in the mornings 
in a, in a good way, not like uh, in a dying way. <laughs> uh, what else do I have to say real quick? I know uh, tomorrow, Living for the Weekend, which was normally every Friday from 12 to 3, 12.30 to 3, is uh, now moving to a different slot. We're going to be on from 3 to 5.30 every Friday from here on out. And tomorrow we got Leinenkugel for 4.30 to uh, 5 to drink. We've got a mixed 12-pack. That'll be fun. Nice. Uh, Summer Shandy. Yeah, at 9.30, we're going to be asking, uh, what is the best invention uh, ever, like mankind or womankind, whichever way you lean? Uh, what's the best invention? And, uh, hey, we're, we're willing to take some phone calls, as I mentioned <laughs> once we open the show. Uh, at 10.05, we've got some weird news stories, talking about some stoned sheep, uh, a python bite where you don't typically want to ever get bit, uh, a, a ballsy seven-year-old. That's for sure. That's yeah. Why is he ballsy? Well, you'll have to find out after 10.05. That's not, that's not part of the snake story, is it? No, 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 no. It's similar in ways, but there's no seven-year-old seven involved in the Python story. And then, uh, you know, a Texas man learns the hard way that uh, it's best to stick to just depositing money in your bank account. <laughs> and uh, that's it. At 10.30, we got some beers to drink. We're going to be drinking uh, Captain Lawrence Brewing Company Sunblock IPA. I uh, thought it was fitting for the hot weather we've been having lately. Uh, and then, I- this is unintentional. I-, I grabbed two beers of the same uh, brew- brewing company, uh, Banded Horn. Ever hear of Banded Horn? They're out of Maine. Uh, must, I-, I think they're new. Can't say that I have. I got uh, a lager with bitters, and I got uh, a Mexican-style lager called Wicked Bueno. Muy bueno. Yeah, and... Uh, Besides the sleep number and all that other stuff. Oh, I want to say once again thank you to uh, Jay over at Zone Fitness in Chelmsford. Dude's been uh, whipping me in shape, man. You're looking good. Thank you. You're looking thank good. You. I'm, uh, I think I think as a whole we should all thank him too because the old Chris was kind of tough to look at. <laughs> I know, I know. It's it, it's a constant <laughs> improvement and working out is hard, man. And I keep asking him like, when is this going to get easier? But I'm realizing like I'm always I'm on the bottom end of the weights, like the lighter weights. So when it starts getting easier, he, he's always taking notes on what he's doing. So he knows how to make it harder. And every time I see a new contraption that he's pulling out, I almost, like, cry on the inside. But once the 45 minutes is up, I'm always very happy. I'm very soaked from all the sweat. I, I, I hadn't realized how much I can actually sweat in a span of 45 minutes. But uh, So, like, circuit training, like uh, CrossFit mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that? He starts me off with the uh, the jump rope. And then he goes right into like an incline press, and I've kind of, I have a bad shoulder. And one of the things I noticed that he's doing is we, he's incorporating a lot of shoulder exercises in there for me. So even though like my AC joint is kind of screwed up, he can work on the muscle around that. And he and he picks these exercises that I mean every time I work out on my own, I always pull something, I always wreck something. I'm sure you guys have probably been in the same boat once or twice in your life. Well, that's why I stopped working out. <laughs> yeah. Simple solution, Chris. Yeah. Well, it, it, that's it, a clown question. <laughs> it's scary because. Like, for me, I love lifting weights. I loved exercising. But every time I do, something bad happens, and it kind of throws me down. And I, I don't want to give up. But, you know, thank you to Jay for uh, whipping me in shape. I'm in yeah. a lot of pain today. It's funny. I've, I've never gotten, like, really seriously injured playing sports or lifting weights. Yeah. But one summer, I was playing around with my nephew in the pool. And I like threw him in the pool, and I blew my back out. Oh, that's all it takes, huh? It's that one <laughs> that silly was, little thing you do. That was last summer, and I just felt so <laughs> old. Um, oh, and you know, I went to um, uh, I don't know what I, which I want to mention first. I have a Ugandan friend. When I was in Iraq, I hung out with Ugandans all day. Right? These uh, you uh, to be kidding me. No, no, uh, it was me. I was the one Marine on post. 
and uh, I hung out like oh, there was and there was four Ugandans and there was always one female <laughs> Ugandan. So uh, I didn't realize they would get Facebook as well and follow me around. Today, one of them was messaging me. And I, like, I, I read his message, how I remember his voice. Like, hello, Mr. Poublon. <laughs> 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 I'm like, oh, hey, Andy, how's it going? Long time no chat. And he's talking about how he has like 37 kids. And then earlier, he's like, hey, do you have $20 you can lend me? <laughs> like, no, you weirdo. <laughs> I knew something was up with you. 20 was, bucks is like, kind of... Yeah, well... To reach out to someone on Facebook for a 20 spot? I know. Well, you can send money through Facebook now, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, I think there's like a... On the Messenger app, I think you can choose to send money. What's your money. name on Facebook? <laughs> I don't I don't send money across... Well, Messenger. that's what I told him. I was like, hey, I don't I don't give out money. He's like, oh, I was just kidding. I'm like, sure you were, you weirdo. Because when I was in Iraq, I got to go home for two weeks. and then I, But I had to go back to Iraq, which I wish I never even left. Because it's kind of a weird trade-off, you know? Because you go home and you're experiencing all this joy and wonder and fun and, and, and family and friends. And the, but you know your time is coming towards the end where you, you're going to have to go back to the desert for like four or five months, however long you have to be there. <laughs> and, uh, but when, when they all got word I was going to leave, all of them, would, they would strike conversation, even the ones that didn't like me. There were a few, because... I was kind of vulgar in their language to them <laughs> once I learned all the bad words. and uh, But they would be like, hey, Mr. Publon, how was your day? I'm like, oh, my day's going good. Uh, I need to ask you a question. <laughs> like, can I right. borrow $20? <laughs> <laughs> when you go home, can you bring me back a camera? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not bringing you back a camera. But why not, Mr. Publon? Like, call me Mr. Publon, weirdo. <laughs> Anyway. Well, you could have got them like a disposal, man. You are kind of rude. No, they wanted a digital. And it, you know what was weird, though? You normally, like, all right, look, if, if you ask me one thing, that's all well and good. I tell you no. But let's say uh, Nick asks me the same exact thing without you guys collaborating. And then uh, down the line, I talk to Bob, and he asks me the same exact It was weird to me because I talked to all these different Ugandans, and they would all ask me the same damn thing once they found out I was going home. Can you give me a camera? Can you get me a camera? I'm like, dude, I'm not coming back with 50 freaking cameras for you, bunch Amer of wackos. Is America known for being, like, just great at cameras? I don't know, um, man. We sold cameras the at the land PS. of cameras. <laughs> but if they saw that you had a camera, they would ask you to take like pictures of them in every pose. They'd start flexing and stuff, and they'd be <laughs> holding their, their rifle. And then you'd have to email the pictures to them so they can send it home to their family in Uganda. Thank God Nick has his own camera. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We don't want that. But uh, they, they were fun people. Like I learned their language and stuff here and there. Not a lot. I only know phrases. But anyway. Only, here a little bit? only the dirty ones? Uh, no, like, like Oliotia. And then uh, that means, how are you? And then they'd be like, oh, Jendi Cebu. And that would mean, uh, I'm good, sir. <laughs> or uh, uh, I'd, I'd, be, I'd say, uh, hey, how do you hit on your ladies? And they go, Komanyoko. No, no, that was actually the bad one. It was uh, Jagala Kompako, meaning uh, I want you to give me. The, U the Ugandan FCC is cracking down on us. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, I hope they taught you all like dirty phrases like that. How did they say, people see that. if Chris will get us a camera <laughs> in Uganda? No, I, I have no idea. They'd have to bug me about it. But no, I, uh, one of them, they, they always got a kick. They'd always say, oh, Mazungu knows Luganda. <laughs> like white man knows oh. Ugandan. And uh, one guy came up to me. Uh, and and I'd say, hey, Oliotia, and he, they'd go to shake my hand. When they shake your hand, they like they hold it for yeah. a while. It's weird. But uh, were there any words like you just hearing them talk? Like I've heard, uh, like I used to work with a Greek woman, and there were certain words that didn't translate. Yeah. So like, she'd be full out speaking another language, and then she'd just stop and say a word in English. No, I no, not well, nothing I could think of. I 
Well, I, like they would say, Olimo uh, yae Publan, meaning you are okay. spoiled. It's like mm, not like Chris. Sp- <laughs> 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 that's well. That's what they was Olimuyaye, and because uh, I know I went up to one guy, shook his hand, and when he came close, I said Omutwe Gulinga Manege, meaning uh, your head looks like a testicle, and uh, <laughs> and he and he pulled his hand back, but I was holding his hand really tight. Wait. He was just in shock. And they didn't like you. No, they they <laughs> did, they would laugh. <laughs> there was a few of them that were very proper though that wouldn't like they no. they'd mess with me. I don't know. They You're bullying people over yeah. in, uh, Look, I was standing there well, 12 hours a day. Now, like, these Ugandan people have such a terrible impression of America. They're like, <laughs> those those rude Americans telling us our heads look like testicles. Well, they told me I was one of the nicest Marines they knew. Because I, I wouldn't... I don't uh, know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. They got a kick out of it. But uh, anyway, hey, uh, I, I one of the things I got to do this week also is uh, I went to the Anheuser-Busch factory or brewery. Ever go check that place out in Merrimack? I no. Did. I have been there. Really? That was a wild experience. Like I Drink a couple Zimas. <laughs> drink, that was a while ago then for you, huh? Because uh, normally I, I knock Budweiser. Uh, but after seeing it... Yeah, you're I, a hater. And Well, I don't mean to be a hater. I just... I, I, I just it, it, it tastes like high school to me. But I got to taste a little bit of Budweiser that was like freshly made, like the freshest Budweiser you're ever going to yeah. drink, and it was cold, clean, crisp. It was refreshing. It was it was really tasty. Did you see the horses? Yeah, I had the wife with me, so I had to go look at the horses. Yeah, yeah. Hey, they just have horses there on Clydesdale, yeah. man. Like the marketing. Wow. Well, one of the things that they did, uh, like uh, Adolphus Bush was. Uh, because of all the money he had, even back in the day, like in the 1890s and stuff, they started getting into horse breeding, and they'd start doing gambling and stuff too, but horse breeding was one of their things, so they've been doing it for 100 plus years, and now it's kind of like one of their uh, mascots, if you will, right? I mean, yeah. That's for a better word. And uh, But yeah, they're, they're pretty massive. You go look at those Clydesdales, and you feel like a little person. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool too when you go on the tour because they have all the products that fall under the, like their umbrella. So you see, you're like, wait, Blue, Blue Point? That? Yeah, Blue Point. I knew, but it, it's so surprising because you you think Blue Point is its own brewery, but it's not. It's 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 Budweiser and InBev, and they make it all there too. And then uh, they, they're trying to work on uh, craft beers also. They have like a they had an IPA while I was there. I read a uh, an article saying that I think Budweiser bought Corona. But due to uh, like federal trade regulations, they can't distribute it in the United States. Oh, really? Yeah, that's weird. I might be wrong, but I don't know. I'm 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 pretty sure I read that somewhere because that was when they came out with uh, Oculto. Oh like, yeah, I tried it was that because they couldn't like do Corona. Uh, and that's the beer they brewed with agave, right? which is basically what was the tequila? Wasn't yeah. that their old? Like, is it just that rebranded? Yeah, I think so. I didn't really like it. I don't think, but it's kind of like sweet. I think it was a weird flavor. I don't know. I, I, this, I drank it. They gave me the flight, and as soon as I walked to my seat, I forgot which ones were which. Oh, know. that's the worst. But, I mean, normally I'm pretty good at telling, and but I've never had an Occulto before, and I didn't really know the style or what to expect for a flavor. I just There was one beer that didn't taste like the rest, so I was like, yeah, it must be the Occulto. But uh, either way, it was pretty cool seeing the assembly line, like, and to think, you know, like the first time we really learned about assembly lines was with like the Model T, right? With Ford, uh-uh, no, it was Budweiser, Anheuser Busch, and and all the breweries before that that really started the assembly line. And uh, to be able to see it in action, to see them cleaning the bottles and everything, pretty wild stuff. So, and and I asked him about the whole America change. I'm like, yeah, you okay with this America thing? They're turning. He's like, I don't know what they were thinking. But uh, whatever. It's I know what they're thinking. How many people have talked about it since then? 
Yeah. Well, yeah, it made national news, yeah. but but not in the. I I can't imagine everybody's talking about it in the good connotation. Any any publicity is good publicity, right? Yeah. I mean, they have enough publicity. They have a bunch of. I was thinking about this the other day. Like, I saw like a Bud Light commercial. And I was like, do you think if they just stopped advertising Bud Light, sales would drop? Like, I, I'm pretty sure like they are that big of a brand. Do you think they still need to advertise as aggressively as they do? I feel like it, it, it's part of their uh, business model, though. They've been doing it for 100-plus years, and they've been battling... Like, back when they first started, they were battling Pabst. Yeah. Frederick Pabst. <laughs> and, 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 and Miller. That's when they won and, their uh, Blue Ribbon. In 1893, yeah. 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 And they it haven't was, changed their formula since. No, they haven't. And it's funny, because I just read about that, how they got the, the ribbon, and it was neck and neck. And the reason why they won was because there was a chemical analysis done by this by this chemist that uh, he found uh, I don't even know how to pronounce it sicilic acid sicilic yeah. acid in the Budweiser, but it was faulty like uh, 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 experiments faulty work faulty numbers. So <laughs> I was gonna say if. Paps won the blue ribbon. Like, what came in second place? Oh. Budweiser. Yeah. Or was the the blue ribbon just the participation trophy? No. It, well, it was it was one of those events where like it was just if you won, it was just bragging rights. Everybody got a blue ribbon. When I, uh, <laughs> hey, great job, man! Here's a ribbon. When I was living in Alabama, we had a uh, bar. I was a graduate assistant for a football team down there, so we would go to this bar where they had Paps blue ribbon for a dollar for the tall cans. Yeah. And that was what I lived my life off of for the the yeah. year I was there. It's interesting. Like when I'm reading these books, I just want to drink what I'm because and and then just say really, <laughs> really like and it's just so funny. Like it's because a lot of the stuff it, like PBR is like a hipster beer now, right? Yeah. But it's been around since like 1890. <laughs> uh, and it I don't know. The more I read about this stuff, the more it cracks me up. I I, I like beer history. It's interesting. You know. What um, do you know? What company won the blue ribbon the year after? Perhaps I think that was the only one after that. I don't think they had another exhibition like yeah, that. Yeah, because they gave up. They're like, Paps won. Yeah, came over. Well, there was there was <laughs> a few. <laughs> we found the winner. There was one questionable uh, item because they were basing the winner off of uh, points, and one of them that nobody understood what it was was commercial value, like ten points for commercial value. And they're like, "What the hell is commercial value?" And a lot of the smaller breweries was like, "Oh, that's only for the big corporations. That's just a way that they're going to end up winning." And I think Paps only beat Bush out by like five points. And uh, Bush was pissed. He was trying to get in the newspaper and tell them to like renege their results, and and uh, it didn't work out for him. <laughs> uh, but no, interesting Frank stuff. Knows, Paps has beaten Bush <laughs> by five points. And, and before they even knew, I know uh, uh, he was throwing it up. The, I don't know. Anyway, it's an interesting thing to see what they had to deal with, and then you look at the battles now. Where uh, Anheuser Busch isn't even a company that's really here. It, it's based out of uh, Belgium now, within Bev. But don't 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 change it to America. <laughs> anyway, that's all I had for the 9:30 hour. Oh yeah, and I want to mention navigation. I saw on their uh, Facebook post that uh, they're opening up on Fridays for the month of June as an experiment. I think from five to nine. Oh, so nice. uh, people, if they if you want to go pregame a little bit before you so go out, so we can't out, do that tomorrow. We gotta wait till next week. You gotta wait till next week in June. Yep, they're gonna start uh, on Fridays. So I, when I finish up living for the weekend at five thirty, I know where I'm going before I go home. 
Nice. Are they still doing the same thing on Thursday, though? Yeah. That they were doing? Yep, yep, yep. So on Thursdays, normally I hang out for the first hour, then I come over here. I finish my news stories for Friday morning, and then I prep my show for tonight, and then, uh, yeah. But th- they'll be opening up on uh, Fridays, because now they got their pouring license where they can uh, pour pints for five bucks. Five bucks a pint. Not oh, bad. Awesome. Not bad at all. So if you guys want to see uh, Chris Publon and his... Uh, Muscles he's been gaining over the last yeah, few months. Because they're not going to last long, man. They're going to start <laughs> dripping off once I stop hanging out with Jay. It's a sad thing because I was doing pull-ups, and uh, I had to use one of those uh, stretchy things so it, like to, to assist my pull-up, and I could barely do like five. And I remember when I was younger, I got off ship. I was on ship for like seven months. I got off ship, and I could do 18 pull-ups from a locked, armed lock position, pull-up, arm locked again, 18, like that. And then now I'm like, oh, man. Getting old, can't do that anymore. I was always the kid. They were just like, just just hold on to the bar and just hang there. See how long you can hang. <laughs> Flex arm hang. Yeah. It's a gym. It's a jungle gym. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the women have to do. Lift your knees up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, now hey, cool stuff. But that's all my notes, man. Living for the weekend, Memorial Day. Do you guys do anything on Memorial Day? No, my- me personally. I mean, I'm probably just gonna you know, find people's cookouts crash. Yeah. Yeah, I show up. You can certainly sniff them out, huh? Yeah, this weekend I'm actually I, I'm starting a, a sad life. My buddy's going to his house to uh, put together a jungle gym for his son. Oh so yeah, that's, that's my excitement. How old for is the his weekend. son? One. Oh, but they're just getting it ready. I guess he's having a birthday come up. So uh, how big is the jungle gym? Apparently, I'm, I'm not sure. For his first birthday, they're going to give him a broken jungle gym. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like fun. Well, that, that's exciting. Yeah. I think, uh, what am I doing? Now, my neighbors are having a, a barbecue on Sunday, and they asked me to come over. It's cool having neighbors that I like, and their kids are friends with my kids. It, Must be cool. It, it's weird, because I, I, <laughs> normally I don't talk to my neighbors, and we, we kind of... And, like, so one of my neighbors talks to me, and it's one of those, uh, Hey, Chris, you got a minute? I'm like, oh, man. I saw you pulling out the lawnmower. Uh, <laughs> mine's not working. Well, that person up the road there, she died last week. Uh, you re- who cares? You're like, so the house is empty right now? <laughs> okay. Who uh, else died? I don't know. That, that's normally my reaction with neighbors. I have one neighbor who, uh, he's pretty awesome. He lives on the other side of me. He works for some factory, and he'll, hey, I got this big pack of hot dogs. We got all these extras. They'll be rock hard frozen. Sure, I'll throw it in the freezer. Thanks. I got these hot dogs. I get fish sometimes. He gives me chocolates. Very nice fella. So, not used to having cool neighbors. <laughs> yeah, we don't. I don't. Have My neighbors have never given me hot dogs. <laughs> They've offered the to sell us drugs. That's about it. Yeah. So, oh, that's too bad. Uh, yeah, we don't have fun neighbors. Yeah. Well, do you, shout do you out to Rocco <laughs> and Ace. <laughs> Third floor for life. Oh, and and T-ball, T-ball's getting pretty cool, man. Towards the end of it, they're actually like getting it now. And in the beginning, my anxieties were crazy. They keeping score like, yet? No, no, they're not keeping score. I'm keeping score. Are the kids picking on you? No, no. Luckily, I I actually have been zoning out in my book every time I go. But when Billy's up at bat, I pay attention, and they're actually throwing the the, the ball now. So and and I throw it when I'm practicing at home, but. Um, yeah, man, it's a lot easier to deal with. Like, and Billy always goes to first base, and he's like the one kid that's constantly paying attention through the whole game, which is nice. Feels good. I don't know. He doesn't get it from me. But are you going to be that father that screams at the umpire and, at like t-ball games, and then the next year, like the first like five or six years of the right little league? I guess I'm the, the drunk dad. <laughs> no, no. This is the ex- 
That was the exact question I asked last time. Yeah, I, I could never, I could never be that person. Uh, Only because like, see the episode of South Park. Yeah, yeah. You want to go? I thought this was America. <laughs> My parents took me out of a park in Georgia once because uh, we were playing baseball and uh, it was t-ball, and a parent got into a fight in the stands with another parent because of the game, and so yeah. they're just like, "Yeah, we can't have you playing in this that's how- this league." Yeah, that's awful. And that's Sound what Nick you're... and uh, my father's met. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we're going to take a quick break. And now uh, when we come back, we're chatting about the uh, the best invention ever invented. So stay with us. You're listening to the After Party on 980 WCAP. The rice was all rancid and the beans were so hard. I was getting kind of dizzy, eating all the lard. There was aphids on the lettuce, and I ate every one. And after I was done, the salsa melted off my tongue. Pieces of tortilla got stuck in my throat, and the stains on my clothes burned the hole through my coat. It's the after party. After party. The after party. After party is back. Like that. Welcome back to the After Party on 980 WCAP. I'm Chris Bublon. Joining in the studio, we have Nick Robbins. Welcome back. We have Tom Markham. I'm just Googling Game of Thrones stuff right now. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have Mr. Bob Philpot pushing buttons, answering the phone. If you want to give us a call, what is the uh, what is mankind's greatest invention? And uh, you can give us a call. Tell us what your thoughts are at 978-454-4980 or 978-454-WCAP. And the reason why I kind of wondered this is because uh, I'm, I'm doing an online Espanol clase. And uh, <laughs> uh, I had to respond to a question. And uh, it was uh, it's, it's a discussion question. And it says, uh, video games are the best invention of the 20th century. Do you disagree or do you agree or disagree? And you had to respond in Spanish what you know whether or not it's the best invention. No or see. No. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> see? Si. Oh no. And uh I <laughs> uh, I just lost all my rings. <laughs> um but it got me thinking like for tonight, hey well, what the hell, what what is the best invention? I know for the sake of the essay in Espanol it was uh me refrigerador because uh it keeps me cerveza muy fría. Very cold. <laughs> that's that's good. I the would say you're gonna think you're an alcoholic. Yeah. Well, I also mentioned my food. My food would spoil if it weren't for my refrigerator. Did you also say that uh, the reason you took the Spanish class online was so you could drink while taking it? <laughs> I did not. Nope. No. It's just a fun fact for the listeners of WCAP. Yeah. Well, uh, it's still they make that stuff difficult. Still, man. Like even an online course. Oh, I hate it. Want it to be over? They have to. They worry that people are going to cheat. I know. It says, "Do not use your book." 
Like, okay. <laughs> Honor system. Not in, our, not in the quizzes. Don't, no. don't. Do don't you think there's code. anybody that's like, you know what? Honor code, I can't use this Spanish book. people. Oh, you know there's going to be somebody in the class that's like, I'm not using the book because right. they have to prove it to themselves or whatever. Well, people are probably really good at it, but I'm not one of those people. I'm not saying I use the book or anything. <laughs> yeah. No way. Uh, anyway, uh, what, what do you think? What, in your opinion, is probably the uh, the greatest invention? HBO. HBO. Late yeah. night HBO only. Cinemax. Is Cinemax still a thing? Do people still have Cinemax? Oh, it's a thing. Really? I remember, like, or, uh, aside from Skidamax in the evening, uh, during the day, they only played, like, crappy movies. Yeah. That's, HBO's that's pretty like much that. what HBO is now. Like, really? HBO doesn't have good movies. Like, if it wasn't for their, like, TV shows, HBO would be out of business. Like, uh, you go on there, and it's like their new movies, like, The Rundown with The Rock. Plus, <laughs> like, that's the new movie for the month. It's like, <laughs> what are you guys doing? Plus, now they don't even, like, I don't even think you have to pay for HBO. I think they just automatically give it to you in all the packages. Yeah, I got it free with cable. Oh, really? I don't have cable. I um. We have the most basic. I have an antenna that Bob gave me, and it works like a charm. We Uh, have the strangest cable um, plan. We don't have ESPN or, like, ABC. Well, no, we have ABC. But we don't have, like, ESPN or, like, any, like, these normal channels, like, FX or Spike. We've got HBL. Uh, I have that exact same thing. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's it's, Comcast. Comcast. it's really strange. Yeah, you, like can I trade HBO for a couple of the other ones? <laughs> what about uh, the toilet? Very uh, very significant invention for Overrated. mankind. Overrated. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, fertilize. You could just go out in your backyard. Yeah, but somebody's going to have to right. get rid of that eventually. It doesn't just disintegrate. Well, we just created a job. <laughs> yeah. You cover it up and then you who? move to another hole. <laughs> oh boy, uh, the I don't I don't the helicopter. What about the car? Like helicopter. The car. Yeah, the, let's go backwards a little bit. Yeah, the car was probably cooler. Yeah, the car. Great invention, sure. Um, helps you get places. Faster. Tandem bicycle. <laughs> the yeah. tan- I want one of those. So I can take my son with me for... I'm trying to train my kid how to ride a bike, and I do not want to teach kids how to ride bikes anymore. That is the most frustrating thing. I taught my nephew, and it was terrible. Really? Yeah. At one point, I threatened to throw the bike, like, over the fence. Like, I was... (laughs) I learned from that experience that I should not teach children anything. I got coasting brakes, thinking it would be easier for him to hit the brake to just pedal backwards. So when I'm riding, I'm like, pedal forward, bud, pedal forward, bud, and he keeps pedaling backwards. And I'm like, no, you're going the wrong way. And, like, I find myself, like, halfway yelling at him. I'm like, this is no way this kid's going to learn. But my back hurts being all hunched over, holding the bike up so he doesn't fall. He's afraid. I just, I want to teach him the way I was taught. The dude just took me on a bike and just ran as fast as he could and let me go. Yeah. And it was either I was going to ride it or I was going to crash, and I really didn't want to crash. But at the same time, I can't do that to my own kid. Cause sure you can. If he crashes, then mommy's going to get pissed. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Got that to worry about. We'll just let him know that you don't tell he's mom. got a lot riding on this, so he better not crash did or you, you're getting in trouble. Did you teach your daughter how to ride the bike? I did, yeah. And, um, you know, had the training wheels for a while and then took her down to a field and... Really? Just pushed and let her go, and a few times she kind of... I'm skipping the training wheels. Maybe that's my fault, then. Now, how how old is too old for training wheels? Because I'm pretty sure in Lowell this week I saw somebody who was, like, probably 
eight or nine still using training wheels. Yeah, mine's six. And I, I, I feel like I, I was riding a bike at six without training wheels. I think that'll speed it up if you don't have the training wheels, I would guess. Yeah, in bragging rights. But nope, he doesn't see it that way. He just wants to be a jerk and keep pedaling backwards. So are you, are you doing it like on a lawn? or? Uh? I'm do- no, I don't want to do it on the lawn because it's harder to pedal oh. on the lawn. You yeah, do it on the ground. See, I think if you put the training wheels on, they'll learn quicker because he's like, I'm six, I'm going to get bullied. Yeah. Take these off. I don't think he thinks about getting bullied. He's the center of his own world. Anyway. Does he wear pads when he's on the uh No, bike? but he wears the helmet. You should just put pads on and be like, you're going to be fine, but just don't <laughs> crash. And then just push him. All right, I'll go invest in uh, pads this weekend. <laughs> just take pillows and just They have stickers them on them, right? I can just stick them onto his elbows and stick huh. them onto his knees. Those kind of pads? No. <laughs> oh. Oh. From the story, oh. that's what Nick here uses, I guess. Wear your pads. <laughs> He might get hurt. Oh, boy. Uh, let's see. The battery. Pretty good invention. Battery. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Good for my controller so Kinda I can play overrated, Xbox. I, guess. I, don't mind the, uh, I don't mind the cord. I, I don't like the cord at all. I've gotten too used to the uh, the battery, so I, I don't like to be cordless. Well, uh, when you're doing real bad, you can just kind of... And nowadays, definitely cell phones. What would we do without our cell phones? I, I was thinking we about to that. Look at people and talk to them. <laughs> so I remember when we had the cell phones, and I was like, "Oh man, I can make a phone call." And then it progressed to I can text. Right. And now I can get on Wi-Fi and you know do all that stuff. My Wi-Fi broke on my phone, and now all I can do is call people and text, and I'm freaking out because <laughs> I can't check anything limited. online. Yeah. You had a power, and it was taken away. Yeah, and I try telling myself, "Hey." You used to do this back in the day, and then I just start crying, and I'm like, I can't do this without a <laughs> working cell phone. You know, that just made me think of a great invention: the game Snake on the Nokia's. <laughs> you know yes. what could, to that game? Uh, could that be the greatest invention? I don't understand. Like they, that used to be on every phone, especially Nokia's. Yeah, and I think Nokia, like they were killing the game with the Snake. They might have owned it. I don't know. Well. It, it's now you have all these other cool games, I guess, like you Candy know, Crush. Angry Birds. I don't like Candy Crush. No, even like Royal Clash. I stopped playing that game. I can't do that game anymore. But Snake, that'd be a fun free game to have on your phone just to mess around for a few. We minutes. used to play in high school. I remember like people just getting heated over like the high score in Snake. Yeah, because it got so long and fast, and you'd kill yourself, and it sucked. It was a frustrating game, but it was fun to play. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah, the the cell phone. Yeah, if I forget my phone, I'm just uh, I'm I'm not gonna say I'm a mess, but I'm not happy with myself. Needless to say, no. And it's always in the worst situation because now your phone is everything. You're never mind the computer. You have Twitter. You have Facebook. You have uh, not you with your no Wi-Fi. Yeah, look at this loser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have unlimited minutes. Yeah, have fun with that. But uh, I'll be playing Angry Birds. Even nowadays, like Periscope, I. I, I like looking at the weirdos on Periscope. It, for some reason, it just cracks me up watching them. I don't even make any more posts with Periscope. I don't. I don't take any videos, but I, I like watching these people that ask me a question. Can we do that tonight? Can we Periscope? Yeah, man. For nostalgia, one more. T- yeah, we did that last time I was here. Yeah, we didn't get anybody until he said naked showering. We're yeah. showering, and all of a sudden, like five people showed up. I think it got up to like ten or twenty people yeah. even. 10 or 20 very disappointed people. <laughs> this is just a bunch of overweight white boys <laughs> talking on a microphone. 
Oh, boy. But, yeah, cell phone, definitely a big thing. I mean, wh- even still, like, how did people make plans back then? You're, you're meeting at a beach. They had a lot of, like, telephones, like, uh, public telephones, but I remember it's not the same. Imagine yeah. what it must have been like, like, because it wasn't even that long ago, like, 20 years ago to be, like, a businessman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, now it's, like, all on your phone, but, like, they'd have to, like, hey, do you know where, uh, do you know where Chris is? Oh, no, I don't know. You have to go to people's houses and just knock on the door. Yeah, man, that must have been awful. I, I think back to like booking my first plane ticket, and you you call up. Okay, w- w- what times do you have on this day, and how much is it? Yeah, <laughs> that's just. Oh, I didn't even think of plane tickets. Yeah, yeah, re- yeah. Because now you can go and compare with Expedia yeah, and yeah. all that. You know what I was thinking was um I I, I pay all my bills online. And I just remember hearing, like, my mom complaining that the check wasn't in on time or, don't answer the phone, they want money. And it's probably, like, Sears or somebody <laughs> she owed. But you couldn't go online and check your account like you can now, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and then what about those things where you give the credit card instead of swiping it? They, you, <laughs> yeah. they still use some places when the... Uh, At Caldors. Like... <laughs> Caldos was the truth. I remember they had a little lounge inside. Service merchandise. We've had to, uh, at Friendly's. Go down to Ames. <laughs> was it 10 years ago? Well, yeah, uh, probably like six or seven years ago, I was working at Friendly's, and we had to, uh, whenever our computers would go down, we'd have to use those old, like, charge card things, which I still don't have any idea how yeah, they Yeah, I have no idea either. How they work. I think you just sent, like mail it into the payment processing company, right? Yeah, must be a lot slower. That's when uh, balancing your uh, checkbook was really important. Uh, air I'm conditioning. I think it's very important. Yeah, that's not overrated. That's great. <laughs> this place gets real hot when that <laughs> air conditioner is not Especially working. Especially with us sitting in Yeah, <laughs> all of us mouth breathers. Uh, central air, much better, but uh, air conditioning, I'll take it. I mean, back in the day, people have to walk around with, like, orange peels and stuff, so... And you, you go into the, uh, the, the, the the latest play, and everybody stinks like ass. They'd hold the, uh, the flower or the orange up to their nose so they wouldn't have to smell the pee over the person <laughs> to the left or the right of them. Uh, air conditioning certainly helps. Oh, and for that matter, deodorant. <laughs> yes. Very, very helpful for those around you. Oh, man, I'm watching Game of Thrones... And I just keep thinking how smelly they must be. Because they don't take showers as often. And I saw this one uh, little sex scene between Jon Snow when he was breaking his vow. Mm. And gross. Can you describe it in detail? <laughs> no, man. Because I don't... Re- no, I meant the scene. The scene, you don't really see anything. You see him yeah. chat with her. They lose the stuff. And then he um, uh, goes down under. And it w- and and then they're like, oh, ha- when was the last time you've taken a bath? And then they both take a bath after the deed's been done. And I'm just like, Ugh. And the worst part is, you know, like they saved the water. Like they yeah. t- someone had to use that water after them. Yeah, well, it was like a running stream type oh. of thing, too. It was like an indoor cave water thing. I, I don't know. Um, but in my mind, I'm Typical. like, oh, man, they did that before they took a bath? Gross. Television. Great invention. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah. <laughs> you spend, like, half your life in front of a TV, right? Yeah, but I figure if you don't... If it's not invented, like, it's, if it never was invented, we'd still have ways of entertaining ourselves, oh, yeah. you know? Well, that's... Yeah. Same. I guess, like, radio, another good invention, but I guess same thing. Music. FM, not so much. AM. 
Yeah, AM is where it's at. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, currency. On this list here, it says trade is mankind's greatest invention. But trade isn't... You is that an really invention? In, you can't really invent trade. Trade is just something that happens. It's just like, hey, I'll, I'll give you this for that. Yeah. Naturally, if you have something and you want something, somebody else is going to want what you have, right? Well, I mean, I guess technically it did. It, at some point, there was the first person that was like, hey... I'll give you this for that. And then better invention than trade? Theft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Taking that. Get it for free. Uh ice cream. Great invention. Yoga pants. Your girl Amazing invention. Cream, <laughs> wonderful invention. <laughs> the lawnmower. Yeah, it's okay. I see that it doesn't really affect me. Yeah. With a lawnmower? Yeah. yeah. We, yep. live, we live in Lowell. We don't really have a uh, lawn. <laughs> so, yeah. I uh, I got one of those push reel lawnmowers. You know, the one that has no motor or anything? Oh, just uh, powered by the, the wheels? <laughs> yeah, so we've been making the kids go out every other day to mow it down and get it nice and short. Is it just like the small mower that like cuts it real yeah, quick? Yeah, yeah. You just push it and it's like circular and it just uh, cuts. Uh, Bob is making uh, some interesting facial expressions like... Somebody walking around here? Oh, there he is. Hello, sir. <laughs> Get a VIP. <laughs> uh, beer. Wonderful invention. And that, that, that's been around for more than 10,000 years. Can I say, um, like, a better invention than beer itself? Sure. Beer goggles. Beer goggles? Well, that is the, uh, uh, what word is it? The, the law of un- unintended consequences. Right? That's something that happens. That's a byproduct of drinking beer. I met a girl that looked like Shakira. This is really? a true story. Was, yeah. This so is a true story. I can attest for it. That woman looked like Shakira. And then, like, we friended each other on Facebook through our phones. Okay. And I had Wi-Fi. Yeah. And then uh, the next morning, I checked it because uh, Tom here is like, dude, you should definitely text that girl and hang out with her. She didn't look like Shakira anymore? No. She looked like Rosie O'Donnell with blonde <laughs> hair. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly how I felt. Can I tell you though? Everyone was in agreement. Literally, everyone that was there was like, "Dude, this chick is hot. She looks like Shakira." Can I? And then, uh, was it like a bird's eye view type of picture? Because I know that's no, we, what a lot of we the met lady... her in person. Oh, really? Yeah, we hung out with her, and then it like it came down to like, because I I looked at Nick and I said, I was there. This girl looks, she looked good, and I was like, "How much did we drink?" <laughs> That's always the question, isn't it? Oh boy, yeah. But if you're listening, Shakira, we love you. Uh, especially when you were you guys out at a bar or something. Yeah, we were at a, the uh, lights are a little dimmer. We're at a tavern in the square. Yeah, in Burlington. Yeah, very the, classy place. The, the lights are uh, very appeasing. Yeah. <laughs> in this case, they were. Yeah. But, uh, Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> yeah, beer dates back like 8,000 years, eight 9,000 years, but that's only because they found little uh, 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 molecules of it in, in pottery and in clay pots. But uh, they, they figure it goes back even further because cavemen used to collect uh, barley and stuff in uh, like these leather bags. Uh, and, uh, mm-hmm. well, they, they don't hold as well as clay pottery. They disintegrate. So, um, yeah. Beer, it's been around. How far back does uh, beer is? What did you say, eight thousand years? I'd say ten thousand. Ten thousand. How least. far back does a walk of shame? <laughs> <laughs> She's a cave woman getting dragged back. Oh, 
Shame. Shame. Uh, bikinis. That's on here for some reason. Sports. Who made this? A teenage I, I don't know. boy? I, I go on weird websites. and uh, We all do. <laughs> we all do. And it, it's just, uh, I, I looked up greatest inventions to give me some ideas to chat about. And hey, if anybody else out there thinks of a better invention, give us a call at 978-454-4980. The machine gun. Is that a good invention? Um, No. I don't know. I'm not like a... I got in trouble once when I was uh, in the military, and I was so hungover the next day, and they made me clean machine guns all day. It was awful. Hey, Mr. (laughs) X is on the line. Hey, Mr. X. Hey, Chris, I, I got a dilemma. You guys can help me? Uh, what's your dilemma? Okay, here's the deal. I got a chance to buy a brand new car, right? Yep. Uh, it's a, but it's a 2015. Okay. It's got six miles on it. Which is, you know what I'm saying, it's brand new, right? Yeah. I'm getting that fantastic deal, but then I'm thinking that car's been sitting for like a year. It's probably over a year on, on a lot of somebody's lot. You know what I'm saying? I, I do. Yeah, it was probably made because in last fall, the 2016s come out. So the 2015s come out, like, you know what I'm saying, almost two years ago? That's probably got bad gas in it. Well, I, I mean, I, I, I rode the car, that's perfect. But what I'm saying is, the fact that it's been sitting, you know what I'm saying, guys? It's been sitting? Yeah, but it's been sitting on a lot, so it's not like it was sitting on grass or dirt where moisture can get up. I mean... Yeah, but I'm, uh, uh, like I said, I'm getting like uh, $4,000 off the list price, and it's like, like I said, it's a real great deal. It's a brand new car. What kind? But, uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm overreacting. What do you guys think? I, I don't even know anything about cars. I would just I would buy it. What kind of car is it? It's a Honda Civic. You don't go wrong with Honda, you know. Honda Civic. What dealership's going to give you this deal? Uh it's in the uh, it's in the area. <laughs> I might go there before you and take this. <laughs> but the fact that it's been sitting doesn't bother you guys. No, no, no! It's not my money, so of course not. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, maybe I'm overreacting, but I think you're overreacting. Uh, I mean, maybe it's nothing, but you know, I mean, it's, yeah, it's going to be all fully warranted, a brand new car. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you test drive it and it drives fine. Oh, it drives beautiful. Yeah, everything's you know. under warranty. You have nothing to worry about. Yeah, basically, like I said, it's a brand new car, and yeah, but, hey, uh, good luck. You said a Honda Civic. Yeah. Would you say Honda Civics are one of the best inventions of this century? There's no doubt about it. Okay. <laughs> what does it got for interior? Leather? Cloth? It's just, uh, it's not the top level. It's like the medium level. You know what I'm saying? Uh, DX? Is it a DX? Uh, it's, an L- it's an LX. LX? You got a spoiler on it? Uh, no, it's uh, no. a price on it. It's 20000 right? You get 4Gs off that? No I'm sp- getting 4Gs off that. You know what I mean? It was, I'd say, uh, human, no spoiler. Ask her five off. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys. But no, seriously, uh, it, it's some serious. Like I said, the car. It's a, that they don't knock four thousand dollars off uh, on the Civics. You know what I'm saying? I I know yeah. what you're saying. I got two hundred ninety thousand on my last Civic. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Go I, for uh, it. I've been listening. <laughs> so, so you guys got to give me a vote. What do you think? Well, I. You know what I think you should do. Buy American. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> the American cars are made in Mexico. What are you talking about? <laughs> I say go for it. It's a newer car. You said 2015. I can't imagine a whole lot being wrong with it. No. Yeah, I'm very naive. Like, yeah, like I said, the only, thing, it's the only thing I'm concerned about, it hasn't been driven much and it's been sitting on a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
And, uh, you know. <laughs> what do you, you think? Kind of got, I guess you guys are giving me the thumbs up, right? tell you what. I mean, is it, hold on, is it a hybrid or is it just regular? we got like a no, minute just, left, so give him an answer. Just, right, just, just regular gas. <laughs> yeah, regular, do it, do it. 2015 Honda Civic, 4000 off. Well, hey, thanks for the call, Mr. X. Good luck on your... Come on, uh, come yeah. on down. <laughs> <laughs> come on down to WCAP. We'll all give right, you all the best advices for buying Fine, cars. Mr. X. Well, don't come on down to WCAP because I know last week I had to shoe somebody that was sleeping on the stairs. Was so it maybe Nick? It would, no, it wasn't Nick. It was somebody. Uh, the, the, the smell got to me before. He, well, it took me a little. Hey, hey, sir, wake up, wake up! You can't be here. Have a good night, sir. I almost felt bad. I ruined his slumber. But what are you gonna do? But don't you sleep here a lot too? Not anymore. No, no. I've been going home lately. Hey, this is my spot. Get out of here. <laughs> Who are you to judge? Hey, yeah. We got to take a quick break, but we got some wacky news stories when we come back. So stay listening to the after party on 980 WCAP. Time now for the odd headlines with the after party on 980 WCAP. Back to the everybody at 980 WCAP. I'm Chris Poobon. Joined in the studio, we have Tom Markham. Hello, Lowell. We have Nick Robbins. Hey. And we have Mr. Bob Philpott. And we have you. If you want to give us a call at 978-454-4980. But you don't have to. It's really up to yeah, you. Just call in, like let us know what's happening on the real world or something. Yeah, yeah. If you're buying a car, uh, yeah. we'll, we'll give you the yay or nay on it. I mean, I, the thing is, you I know nothing about vehicles. And... Uh, well, I know four thousand off a brand new Honda Civic's an amazing deal. <laughs> Not brand new, just new. Six miles is no. But hey, you know what? You can tell us what's on your mind. What are you doing? Whatever. Maybe we'll we'll periscope. This I like thing how later. that guy didn't like wouldn't plug the dealership though. Yeah, yeah. could have been where Bryce Hansen works. Lannon. Yeah, Lannon. They've advertised with the station a few times. We have Jarvis. They advertise. Alan Mello. They advertise. Does uh, Middlesex? Community college? <laughs> no, no, this place got online. Sex auto. We've got vehicles. I'm looking. I'm I'm on the market for cars, oh, and really? this place uh, down the road from me. I, I'll I'll look at their website, and the lady like they just put a picture like they literally like put hot girls in front of their cars. Yeah, like and one of their photos of a car had like over a thousand likes. Yeah, and they end up doing like they'll put the picture like they'll say, this car has. 44,000 miles and then as you look through the pictures they have a picture of the odometer and the odometer has like 65,000 <laughs> 75,000 like that is way off you can't yeah. do that and the best is people call them out on it they'll be like hey it says 45 but then on the odometer says 69 and they'll just be like did we mention it's got leather <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey today we're going to start in Swansea Wales where uh Officials from a city in South Wales are warning that a group of sheep could have ingested cannabis, causing them to stir up trouble in nearby towns. Uh, Swansea County Councilor uh, Ian Richard feared the sheep in the area could ingest cannabis plants that were dumped from an illegal cannabis factory. I didn't know they made those. Cannabis, illegal cannabis Well, they don't. Factory? It's it's illegal. Yeah, it's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know they have to. Uh, the councilor says that, uh, I dread to think... What will happen if they eat what could well be cannabis plants? We could have an outbreak of psychotic sheep rampaging through the village. 
Richard added uh, that one flock of sheep had already been seen roaming about a Welsh neighborhood and intruding on people's homes. Isn't that a bunch of stone sheep? I was actually, I was reading in the article, they said that only like half the sheep ate the marijuana. Yeah. And then the other ones, the high sheep, just called them losers. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking losers. I'm passing the grass, man. Uh, he says that there is already a flock of sheep roaming around the village causing a nuisance. They are getting in people's gardens, and one even entered a bungalow and left a mess in the bedroom. Yep, didn't that's that was what some guy told his wife <laughs> when she came home from work. He's like, "Oh, these sheep came in and they ruined it. It was that damn stone sheep. Honey, a sheep came into our bungalow and ate all our Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> she must have been high." Uh, a spokesman for the Swansea Council reported that uh, the cannabis had been removed from the area and condemned uh, the process uh, and condemned the process of illegally dumping the waste known as fly tipping. So if you like illegally dump marijuana, which I, I've never heard of that happening, like who illegally dumps marijuana? Don't you like dry it out and hope to uh, do other things with it? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Wales. Even if, like, you know, you get caught by authorities, they end up burning it, so it's not going to go anywhere. Uh, the fly-tipped waste has now been removed, but we urge anyone with information about who may be responsible to contact either ourselves or South Wales Police. Fly tipping has a negative impact on local communities, so we're doing all we can to prevent it and clean up as quickly as possible. At known hotspots, I gotta look up fly tipping. Yeah, real quick. yeah. And let's not get the, uh, like that's a danger to the sheep. So as a community service, I will say, if anyone in the Merrimack Valley is looking to fly tip, just come over to WCAP, <laughs> well, drop it out up front. We will dispose of it for you. Well, it says dump waste illegally, so it could, I imagine, be anything from like bad oil to. Your unwanted cannabis plants. I retract my last statement. <laughs> Only cannabis plants. Oh, boy. I, I, I've done that before. I, I, I guess I'm not not dumped cannabis plants, but I think I've illegally exposed of, disposed of trash. Yeah. Throw McDonald's uh, wrappers outside the uh, car as you're driving. Oh, no. It was worse than that. I, I, guess I don't I'll, think I'll anything's worse air. than that. Because I don't want to get myself in trouble. I don't. I, can, do you think I can get in trouble for something I did more than ten years ago? No statute no. of limitations yeah. for littering. I don't think this was worse <laughs> than littering. Think. This was this was pretty bad. Uh. Now I'm intrigued. Yeah. <laughs> now it's like, what are you doing? That a dog, and uh, we used to put all the turds in in, in a big bucket. <laughs> Uh, like 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 a trash bucket. That had yep. to smell awesome. Oh, yeah, in the middle of July <laughs> when it was full, after like all the snow, and the lid was never on. And I know throughout the winter it, it got that snowed in. Disgusting. <laughs> I think I already know where this is going. I think. I'm <laughs> well, uh, yeah, man, it was bad. I didn't. Where do you get rid of a big bucket of junk like that? So uh, yeah, I found a place. Yours. The Merrimack <laughs> River? <laughs> no. Where no. they throw everything else? I lived I lived in another town. And uh, lu- luckily, uh, anyway, uh, never had to deal with that situation ever again. Nobody asked any questions. Yeah, why <laughs> it was gone from my life. Why wouldn't you just throw the poop in regular, <laughs> like, a regular trash can? Yeah, I was like 16 years that old. That reminds me know. of a time when someone dropped a trash can full of dog poop <laughs> on my <laughs> <laughs> Still looking for that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember 
We were driving a van. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you kept it inside? It was a quick trip, man. Oh, boy, let's go somewhere else. <laughs> a Thai man's routine visit to the bathroom turned into a terrifying fight with a giant snake. Uh, boy, I can't even say he, his name. He said giant. The witnesses said slightly above <laughs> average snake. Uh, Athapon... Yeah, Athaporn Bumakchawov was doing his business on a toilet in his home in East Bangkok when uh, one night in Bangkok, uh, when a python emerged through the bowl and bit his penis. (laughs) This happened, uh, I think, Tuesday. (laughs) This past Tuesday, yeah. Uh, It didn't even make the headlines in Bangkok. It was like, again. Yep, yep. I know, I know, last time you guys were here, we had the story about uh, the dude the, getting the bit spider. by the spider. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the python wouldn't let go. So he screamed for his wife to get a rope. Like, he already knew what to do. <laughs> it's happened before. Well, I heard, like, uh, did you see the the quote that the witness said? Uh, I just, don't know if I'm there yet. He was just holding the snake, yelling, my anaconda don't want none unless you got <laughs> buns on. <laughs> <laughs> he screamed for his wife to get the rope. Uh, the Thai English language news site, uh, I can't even pronounce this stuff, noted uh, he managed to tie the snake's head to the bathroom door and ex- extricate himself before he passed out from loss of blood. <laughs> Boy, that's tough. Uh, the man has been hospitalized. He's in stable condition. Uh, the mouth of Python alive. It was, it was taken alive. It was captured and was taken from the home. Still stuck in the pipe of the bathroom fixture, uh, workers eventually smashed it free of the python, which uh, was expected to be released back into the wild. Yeah, they they release it back into another person's toilet. Right, right. Like they always do in Bangkok. Just imagine that guy's just having a tough week and he's complaining to his wife about, it and then he goes to just I'll be do right his back. business. Then his week just gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, look, the snake stuck to it. All right, yeah. <laughs> Get a uh, rope. Uh, sure. I said no. Just leave me alone. It's the third time this week. Man, we've been having like wasps enter my house. There's been like three wasps in my house in the past like week. I know my my wife is allergic to bees and everything, and well, she goes, Chris, Chris is trying to kill his wife. Yeah, well, that's what she accused me of. But I'm not, you know, I, it's it was hot out. I opened the window. I don't know. I don't even know how these bees are getting into the house. That's the scary part. But she's allergic to it, and she she came walking up the hall, and she was like, Chris, Chris, she sounded nervous. And I see this big thing like walking around her neck, and I'm just like, What do I do? Do I do I? Do I I'm just gonna run. <laughs> I know I smacked it off of her and it landed on the floor. But immediately, like, oh, what am I gonna smush it with? You know, and I was in bare feet. And Your wife thought she was getting this like big tough marine. <laughs> she calls you, Chris. I need your help. Start <laughs> jumping on my tippy toes. <laughs> what do I do? Run? <laughs> oh man. Well, you know, I'm wondering because you have like one chance to swat at it, and then, and then you gotta kill it quickly because I'm I'm making it angry. It's either, and if I miss, it's probably gonna sting her. And then I, she's, I'm going to have to go out of my way and take her to the hospital. Pfft, I don't want to do that. <laughs> we're like, honey, we're going to go after I'm done watching this episode of Game of Thrones. Just get an EpiPen. Let me finish the show. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm glad we don't have to deal with uh, snakes in my toilet. 
I don't even know how they get What's the next week? As I, I don't know. describes when he gets stung by a wasp. <laughs> I've, I've heard it happening, and uh, when I was living in Georgia, I heard it happening yeah. sometimes where, like, animals get in the toilets, well, and, uh, including snakes. That Finla- has to be... Finless brown trout. <laughs> a terrifying experience. All right, we're going to head to... Uh, where is this? This is in Maryland. Oh, geez. This the, the ballsy seven-year-old, this kid, I, I don't know if he's ballsy or stupid, really. Uh, a seven-year-old boy, he's being hailed a hero after attempting to thwart an armed robbery at a video game store. Uh, the incident happened last Friday at a GameStop in Silver Spring, Maryland. The boy and his parents were shopping for a Yoshi doll when the two men wearing hoodies and masks entered the store. One of the suspects reached for the boy who responded by punching the man in the stomach. You can even see it, the surveillance of this little boy trying to punch these robbers. And uh, uh, neither the boy nor his parents have been identified, but the father was amazed at his son's reaction. Hell yeah, the kid's seven years old. He's going to try to fight off some robbers. Yeah, but, uh, you know. that's And they would take him there to buy a Yoshi doll. Can you imagine if the kid played Grand Theft Auto? <laughs> he would have had a bad one. <laughs> the dad would have got a couple bucks on the side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, despite the boy's best efforts, the assailants managed to force him to go to his parents in another part of the store. The child then got on the floor, and his father wrapped his arms around him and the boy's mother. Because that's a, that's a traumatizing experience for some people. Yeah. But, I mean, the kid... Yeah, for the father, because, I mean, his son had to handle the situation. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're, they're loosely using the word hero, though. The kid didn't yeah. stop him. Yeah, he punched right. him, and they're just like, get on the floor, we're still taking the money. Yeah, yeah he's giving him oh. this, like, this false yeah. uh, uh, endowment, I guess. Hero. Cel- I, I like that we're celebrating children acting violently. <laughs> Let's talk about the real problem. The real problem is that that father was proud of the son for hitting somebody. Yeah, well, he said he was just grateful that uh, we were together as a family at that moment. It was a terrifying situation. You just want to grab them and hold them tight, and and you want it to end quickly. The seven-year-old was quoted saying, I wish mom's boyfriend was here. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle would have never let this happen. Right, right. Uh, what does it say? Luckily, no one was physically hurt during the robbery, but the father was worried about the long-term effects the incident would have on his son. Man, I almost want to, like, plan that. You know, you go to GameStop and you hire somebody to rob the place, or your kid never wants to go to GameStop ever again. Yeah. Let's set it up. Next Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) We'll go in from the front. Chris, you double back. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, when it's a, when it's a child, yeah, that is a... This is upsetting. I wonder if he got his Yoshi doll. And who robs a freaking GameStop, by the way? Like, do they even have a lot of money on hand in the register? I don't think so. Who who goes shopping for a Yoshi doll? Yeah, at They're a GameStop. Like, the, well, give me, give me all those video games and that two liter Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the money in the register too. I got one more story to get through, and uh, this is I thought this was pretty funny. I think I, th- I think it's happened to all of us, at one time or another. You, you go to a bank, you go to deposit your money. You're up in the drive-through, and uh, I don't know. You you put your meth in the tube by accident with your money, right? And then you you send it in. You only want to deposit the fifty dollars, but when that happens. <laughs> well, authorities in Texas said they arrested a man accused of including nearly a gram of meth with his bank deposit at a drive-up window. <laughs> Uh, 73-year-old Louis Fick, (laughs) 
Uh, he used the deposit mm-hmm. tube at the first bank in Wichita Falls at about 10.50 a.m. Uh, on April 9th to make a loan payment. So this happened in April. Uh, the teller inside the bank opened the tube, discovered the cash checks, and a folded piece of paper. The teller unfolded the piece of paper and discovered a small blue plastic baggie filled with a crystal-like white substance. The worker contacted the manager, and the baggie was locked in a desk drawer until deputies arrived to investigate. Can I make a withdrawal? <laughs> that teller actually got promoted to prude of the month. Freaking narc. Uh, the substance inside the baggie, which weighed at about 0.91 grams, tested positive for methamphetamines. Uh, Kent was arrested and booked into the Wichita County Jail on a charge of possession of a controlled substance. He was hor- ordered held on $5,000 bail. You know how you know it didn't happen in Lowell? How? Because the teller didn't keep it. <laughs> <laughs> like, we should call somebody. Now, I think the banks here are quite professional. Mm-hmm. Um... No, I you know I I don't uh, never had any experience with the, the that, that's kind of stupid. I mean to put it in the tube and everything. But I know when I was a younger uh, Chris Poublon, I was buying my munchies and I accidentally threw some of my uh, my, my green on the counter with my my green twenty dollar bill or five dollar bill. Let's be honest. But uh, I grabbed it quick. I was I was scared. I thought I was going to be in trouble. But I don't think they even saw or they really cared. I was just a just a young buck. That's never happened to me at like the bank or anything because I don't think I've ever gone and put money in. Oh, really? Never, never put money in the bank. Nope. Oh, direct deposit. But like, I've never like driven to a bank and been like, "Here's some money, put it in my account." I do. I well, I know their method. I go to Jean d'Arc Credit Union, and uh, there, there's the one side where you could drive through and talk to the window directly, and then there's the other side where uh, you you put the the money in the tube. And I know if I'm if I'm two cars, if I'm behind a car, right? Even though I'm second in line and somebody else pulls up on the tube thing, they're going before me. So I, I know if, if I see one guy on the left, i got to go right in the right. I was, so I can, I was yeah. at the bank today. You could tell banks were designed a long time ago because they have, like, it must have been before ATMs and, like, direct deposit because they have, like, slots for 15 tellers. And I've never seen more than two. Yeah. yeah. I got one more story. And I guess this goes on with this whole best invention ever kind of thing and uh, it's another meth story no 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 more meth oh, no okay, more meth that wasn't the best <laughs> but good for him for being 79 years old what how old is it? 73 and he did that so that i was picturing a young kid yeah no he was 73 and if you think about it i mean ever see those before and after pictures of those meth users oh yeah they're yeah. bad yeah in in a course of like three years it's 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 an awful change um but this guy, he made it to 73. I looked like him before. <laughs> so good for him. He probably just is like, I'm in, when he turns 70, he's like, all right, I need to start doing something to get this over with. <laughs> Those <laughs> right. are good years. <laughs> Might as well do some math. <laughs> I feel like I'm 50 again. Uh, Tesla Motors, uh, they're responding to a viral video. And I, I watched the video. It's pretty wild. Uh, <laughs> it's of a man using the autopilot feature of his vehicle to uh, take a nap while he was stuck in heavy traffic on, uh, on the highway. Yeah, I saw that video. And, uh, and, and the, the footage, it was posted to Reddit this week uh, in the form of an animated GIF. Uh, it shows, and the dude, he is conked out. He, he looks like, uh, oh man, uh, it's already, because I'm thinking about it, I'm not going to be able to think of his name. Who's, who's the guy that's stuck in the wheelchair? 
He's like a Stephen genius. Hawking. Steve, yeah, he, oh, he, he has like the Stephen Hawking, like his head's leaning to the side, it, mm. and he's just conked out. His mouth is open. Hurry he looks like he's car. snoring. I am in a rush. <laughs> and uh, but I mean, the car—it's driving itself, and it's staying in pace with with traffic. See, I feel like I did see it, and I feel like Tesla reacted the wrong way because they came out and like, like, no, no, you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do it, right? Right. I think the best way they could have played it is they could have been like. Yeah, our cars do that. Who wouldn't want to buy a car that just drove itself? Oh well, the thing is, though, is there has been issues with the vehicle in the sense um, uh, where sometimes it might pull off the highway a little too soon, or it's uh, it's been known to kind of just go into the next lane without any warning, you know. Um, so it's like every driver in Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and they don't want to be every driver in Massachusetts. Um, Tesla, they describe their autopilot feature as semi-autonomous, meaning it can perform the functions but needs to be supervised by the human driver at all times. So it's like my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, but if you're getting an autopilot car, then why? Like that's you don't want to supervise. I, I th- right. I, I think it's just there. Uh, it's in the beginning stages. So give oh, it like okay. ten years, and man, maybe you can just take a nap during the whole thing. Will they? Will we be allowed to drink alcohol? Oh man, Connecticut, nice? you can. Yeah. If you're a passenger, not if you're a driver. Oh, oh that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Is that real? Well, if your car's on autopilot, just go to the next seat over. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, The company responded to the footage in a statement. It says, uh, Tesla Autopilot is designed to provide a hands-on experience to give drivers more confidence behind the wheel, increase their safety on the road, and make highway driving more enjoyable. Autopilot is by far the most advanced such system on the road, but it does not turn a Tesla into an autonomous vehicle and does not allow the driver to abdicate responsibility. Look at those big words. Uh, Since the release of Autopilot, we've continuously educated customers on the use of the feature, reminding them that they're responsible for remaining alert and present when using Autopilot and must be prepared to take control at all times. And, uh, And then in the article it says that Tesla owners have previously complained of errors made by the Autopilot, including uh, swerving into traffic and exiting the highway too early. So, but, man, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Autopilot. 128. If if I could just use it every once in a while and not, like, have to have it all the... Because I don't want a car that constantly drives me around. I want to feel like I'm in control every once in a while. Yeah. Just, just to get you through the University Ave Bridge, you can just sleep. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's all the stories I got for this evening. And uh, I guess when we take our break, we're going to come back and we're going to be talking about beer. It's my favorite part of the the night. Yeah, me too. And I, I got some good ones. I think I've never tried them before. So PBR. Yeah. Yeah. Got no. No PBR. No. We got a couple hard ciders. <laughs> You're gonna get turned up. As uh, kids say. One I've never heard of. Uh, we have two beers from Banded Horn, and then the other one's uh, a beer from Captain Lawrence. So stay with us. We're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're chatting about beer. Yeah. On the after party, 980 WCP. I Girlfriend's a ten and mine's not even real Facebook 
Psycho stick. Let's go drink some beer. <laughs> Welcome back to the after party on 980 WCAP. And this is one of my favorite segments, aside from our Friday segment, which will be changed to 4.30 instead of our original 2.30. And we're going to be, I got a, a, tw- a variety 12-pack of Kugel, And uh, they have some good history. I'll go over tomorrow between, uh, like I said, 4.30 and 5 o'clock, because our hours change for living for the weekend. But tonight... Oh, and by the way, that is sponsored by the Liquor Shop at 1201 Bridge Street in the Sunrise Plaza in Lowell. They have Go. an excellent selection there. They, they do. They have a great selection. They have a whole wall of beer, and, and, and they have spirits and lottery. They have fridges with beers, too. They do. They do. It's great. And, uh, so, but, hey, I, I didn't get this from uh, the Liquor Shop. I've been actually... Uh, I go to the side a little bit. I, I, I ventured out, and I found a place called the Westford Craft Beer Cellars. Yeah, you said yeah. about that place before. Yeah, they're a nice little spot uh, right in Westford. I'd love to get them advertising. But, uh, hey, in the meantime... Just I get, talk about them, then just send them a bill. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it works, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and today, um, I grabbed two beers, and really unintentionally, I, I mean, from the same brewery, uh, Banded Horn... Uh, one is Banded Horn Brewing Company, and the other one is actually Banded Horn, and they uh, looks like they conspired with another brewery called Owl and Whale, and they're a main brewery. And I figured because of the weather, it's getting hot, it's getting warm, it's, it's getting muggy, especially this weekend, I was going for a couple lagers today. And uh, so I got uh, one called, it's a Mexican-style lager called Wicked Bueno, and uh, the other one's called Nordry. It's a lager brewed with bitters. That's less fun to say than Wicked Bueno. Yeah, Wicked. It's Wicked Bueno. Wicked Bueno and Nordy. So, we'll start with Wicked Bueno, and then we're going to move into uh, this other one. I've been really liking these guys. Captain Lawrence Brewing Company. And they uh, they have this one called Palette Shifter, you know? You know that one's a tough beer. Uh, IBUs are crazy. Thank uh, you. And then, uh, but, but the one we're going to be trying is called Sunblock... Summer IPA. I mean, you take a look at this one, and it's just super light. Thank you. You're welcome, sir. Wait, now, which one is this? I'm sorry, I blocked this out is, for a this second. This is the uh, the Mexican lager, styled lager called uh, Wicked Bueno. So uh, what we're, we're drinking here, it's uh, brewed by... Damn, I'm... Can I suggest something, Chris? Since this is called Wicked Bueno, and you're doing an online Spanish class... Yeah. Can you only describe this in Spanish? <laughs> no. <laughs> Working good Mi so far. Mi español es no bueno. Sí. <laughs> sí. ¿Cómo estás? I got some for you, Bob. But uh, very light in color. If you're gonna take some, you top those off pretty good if you want to have a bottle. You get them? No, that's fine. Yeah, Bob, he has them. 
Oh man, it's it's good. It's a little fruity too. It has um kind of a sweetness to it, but it's light. It's crisp. It's uh yeah, it's pretty light and crisp. Mm. Smooth finish. Yeah, I've mentioned this a few times. Lager, it's different. A lot of people think like lager isn't beer or lager is like I've heard other people asking weird questions about lager. Lager is beer, just as ale is beer, but it's uh, the difference is the 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 yeast. Ale has a top fermenting yeast and it ferments at a warmer temperature. Lager has a bottom fermenting yeast and it uh, ferments at a colder temperature. What percentage is this? This is only four point three percent. Yeah, it's, it's very uh, sessionable. Mm, I feel like it has a weird really aftertaste. Yeah, well, that, it does. It, it it does have a different uh, aftertaste. It's a uh, Mexican style, man. Yeah, hold on. I gotta crack this other one because I zoom is repent. I was gonna say this doesn't uh, end with diarrhea, does it? No, 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 no. They use main water. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, the first thing I notice off this thing is just what a light color that is. And, uh, it's super light. It's almost. It, I, I tell you, it's like straw colored, but there's there's like a fogginess to it. I don't. It's not really foggy. But there's like a maybe a light haze. Maybe that's just the color that it has, and that doesn't really have anything to do with it. That's not gonna. That that doesn't really say any negative things about the beer. That's it's just. Incredible. That's like the lightest beer I've ever had. I think. Yeah, but I like. Like this. aside from the alcohol content, like it's just super light. Very simple. But what do you think, Bob? Yeah, it almost looks like white wine. <laughs> it doesn't taste like it. No, no, no. Very light though. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and the can it says uh, a couple white wine spritzers. <laughs> This is very, and you know what? For, for the warm weather that we have this weekend, uh, this would be a great uh, oh, beer to have after this you move the lawn. This is perfect for the warm weather. Oh, totally! N- nice ice cold. I mean, you know, this would be great after like a long day of work. You just crack an ice cold, uh, wicked bueno open. You hop in the shower. Get the hot water washing away all your uh, beers. You drink your beer in the shower. You've said this before. Yeah. Cold beer. <laughs> I uh, I only drink beer that's won blue ribbons. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> no, really. uh, now, abandoned Horn. Yeah, they were uh, they were established 2013, so they've been around for a little bit. Uh, they strive for a harmony of flavor with each brew, from traditional styles to cutting edge beers. That defy classification, which is good because you know um, normally beers are put into a certain category, whether it's an IPA, an amber, a red, uh, uh, a stout, a porter, and uh, uh, in, in on and on and on. But I mean, it, it's nice when you can collaborate. You can come up with something a little different that's not uh, the run-of-the-mill IPA, and I think that's what a lot of different uh, people try to strive for in in this business. I know you always say like Bud Light reminds you of high school. I feel like this is lighter than Bud Light. Yeah, this has almost no flavor on the back end. It's weird. Mm. That's the, the crispiness. It doesn't even really have a scent either. It's yeah. Well, that's because um, that's the uh, water. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the lagering technique. Chris tricked us. No, well, <laughs> lagering. He's, try, he's trying to see if Nickel act drunk if he gives him non-alcoholic <laughs> beer. <laughs> No, that's that's lagering. Lagering is normally pretty light and refreshing. When when lager came to America, people were just completely blown away because they were used to having all of the ales and all of the other drinks that had like all the esters and the and all that flavor and the thick mouth feels. Then they have this light, refreshing lager where they're like, "Whoa, <laughs> hello, 
I could drink more of these. And they were convinced in the beginning of the century that lager didn't even get you drunk. <laughs> it's pretty silly, some of the stories I've read. But uh, Wicked Bueno es muy bueno. Muy bien. Muy bien. Mucho gusto. Mucho gusto. Me amo Cristobal. Yo soy borracho. <laughs> no hablo espanol. Mm. All right. So let's go to the next one here, uh, which is uh, from the same brewery, Banded Horn, and uh, they did uh, collaborate with Owl and Whale, and it's Nordry, Lager with Bitters, and it's cool. It looks like a Viking on the, uh, what, what on the you, can. What did you say, collaborated with, with a whale? Owl and Whale. It's another brewery called Owl and Whale. Okay, if you, you drink enough of this, you might collaborate with a whale, too. <laughs> I, was <gonna> say. <laughs> I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> that describes the last girl yeah. I hooked up with. Well, uh, the Back to beer goggles. It's, uh, it's a strong red lager with bitters. Now, I looked bitters up, and it's pretty much... Like, yeah, it's... I don't know. Bitters. You, we've all heard of bitters, right? Like, I don't even understand bitters perfectly. Yeah, it's like in the uh, fancy drinks. They put bitters. Yeah, so... We'll find out. And it's not going to be bitter like, like hoppy bitter, I imagine. So, here we go. And this is darker in color. It's more of like a, well... It's Let me get a nail with bitters. <laughs> it's, a, it's a red. It's a strong red. It comes in at scent. Yeah. 8% alcohol. Pungent scent. Oh, cinnamon? yeah. Yeah, well, it kind of punches your nose. It's almost like a pine. I was way off. No, I mean, I, I mean, it's whatever you think it is, but I just... I'm smelling. I get kind of like um. I always get minty. I got minty. Steak, yeah, like, like mint leaf. Yeah, yeah. It's minty almost. It's a cinnamon. <laughs> it's a minty cinnamon. Whoa, that is a that is a different beer. No, you know what? Moxie. Moxie, really? No, uh, smell no. It reminds me of Moxie. This smell reminds me when I'm raking up the leaves out of the mint. Pile that I have, like that. The smell it really does to me remind me of mint leaf. Once I did smell it. mint at first. Yeah, the taste up front on the tip of my tongue taste remind me of moxie. Yeah, this is very different. I don't think I'm a fan of the bitters. I'm not gonna lie though, for eight percent, super light. Yeah, yeah. It, on the description here it says a Nordry is the first in a series of collaborative seasonal beers brewed with bitters from owl and whale. Nordry is the is of the north and represents winter. This is a mystical and rare tonic which allows the user to bear otherworldly burdens without a stumble and to shrug winter's pale bluster aside with a whimsical smirk. How many of these did they drink before they wrote that description? <laughs> I always wonder that. <laughs> I will end well. Not a fan. Not a fan? Not a fan. I think it's super light. I mean, even this, I think, in the summertime is a good beer. Like, yeah. It's got a pretty... I, I, 8% too? I mean, yeah. put some tequila in it, it might taste a little better. You're right, and and I can't really taste the alcohol. Sometimes when you get beyond 7%, you could taste the fusel alcohols coming off, like that cold, boozy type of flavor, yeah. but this doesn't have that. Um, I, I'm not, yeah, this is, I know they said winter on the can, but, uh, or you were saying summer, this is a good summer beer, I'd say. But yeah, to me, this just, it, it just has that mint leaf flavor. Yeah. Like big time. And well, when the cops pull you over after a couple of days, <laughs> I smell like mint. Yeah, Get off my case. So it says, uh, there comes a time to reach beyond the typical flavors in beer to ask, what other balance can we attain? How else can we delight and confound the senses? We turn to Owl and Whale, a team of dedicated bartenders creating unique bitters, syrups, and shrubs. 
Together we forge dynamic beers that are augmented with a unique and proprietary array of spices and botanicals. So, I mean, this beer, I wouldn't personally go out and g- grab more of it. If I went to no. like Yard House wow. and I tried it, I might buy a six It's pack. interesting, isn't it? I'm just surprised. I mean, you you like almost everything, and I think you just gave it a thumbs down. I know, man. I I'm not happy like about Bud Light. it. Well, the good thing too about this is if you're congested, you just put <laughs> some on your hand, you rub it on your chest, and it opens your head. Mm. Right, but I I think this is there's certainly a market for this though, and and it's interesting. And like if I were at um one of the the beer tasting events and I were to get a sample, I w- I would try this and I would try more to see what other because this is the first in a line of them that they're gonna do. So I'd be interested to to see what other flavors they come up with. I'm not. I kind of like it, and you have more of a refined beer palate than I do. I don't know. We're all tasting the same thing. I just try to explain what I'm tasting, you know. But it's it's a weird flavor for me, you know. It's, yeah. I, I mean, I, I like it. I think you guys just nailed it. It seems like a like a joint cream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Icy hot. Just rub it on your chest. You know, open yeah. it up. Oh well, my my uh, my sinuses are clear. This is wonderful. All right. I, I, I feel like I'm going to need another a, di- a different cup for the next one. You want to do the same cup or a different cup? Can I do a different cup? Yeah, please? let's do a different <laughs> cup. Cause, uh, I want to burn this one. Yeah. <laughs> and I got to say, it wasn't bad. I mean, is it drinkable? Yes, definitely. I would I would drink these if there was nothing else available. <laughs> uh, so you'd take a Bud Light over that? Yeah, no, no, no. I, yeah. I'd still drink that. Because a Bud Light's Come only on like 4% games. alcohol. So... Yeah, but if for you, drink, eight, if you will, drink two of them, that's I eight. will say though, for eight percent alcohol, that wasn't that definitely didn't taste like eight percent alcohol. No, no, I agree. And this next one we're gonna be trying. Is my uh, joints are feeling better already. <laughs> 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 yeah, I had sore muscles, and uh, yeah, my back is feeling yeah. great. Cop pulled you over, sir. You've been you've been eating Ben Gay. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you! Oh, boy. And this next one is Captain Lawrence Brewing Company. And uh, so far, everything I've drank from these guys, I've thoroughly enjoyed, um, including the palate shifter. Because they, they do these beers that are just, like, astronomically high in IBUs, uh, international bitter units, as you've probably learned from prior shows. Now, is this named after the fine gentleman that uh, founded Lawrence, Massachusetts? Uh, I don't think so. It's brewed in Lawrence, right? St. Lawrence? <laughs> well, it's brewed in New York. And, uh, yeah, brewed in New Go York. back to New York, you Yankee. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is Sunblock Unfiltered Summer IPA, dry hopped with Sriracha Ace hops. So you should be able to smell those hops yeah, right Yeah, you the definitely top. smell the hops right off the bat. I, I just went right for the, the drink. And the good thing is the, uh, the eucalyptus leaves that we just drank. <laughs> It opened you right up to smell this hops. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, now even that beer, it's just very interesting because I've never smelled like a mint leaf beer before. Yep, that's this, all yours, uh, Bob. It's got an interesting mm. taste. Yeah, it's got a weird... Uh, Whoa! It hits the back of your throat. Yeah, that's pretty interesting, too. Tastes like an armpit. I, I don't think it tastes like an armpit. It's I've tasted beers that kind of tasted armpity. But this is... This is in, I, I don't like this one. It hits the back of your throat. Yeah, I don't yes. like the after, like the the aftertaste of that one either. I feel like it's a really rounded flavor too. It kind of hits you and expands, and then it retracts, and then it kind of slides down. This is really. I, I'd have a few of these. This is very tasty, and it, it's just the type of hops it has too. It's an unfiltered summer IPA, 
Dry hopped with Sriracha Ace hops. It's 5.8% alcohol, 45 IBUs. Great balance, but yeah, man, that is a different flavor. That is that is not something that you get too often. I gotta take a picture so I can update my Untapped so I can get a badge. I, need <laughs> I can't use Untapped anymore. I don't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> Just <laughs> so I, what I pulled a loser. Up uh, about 30 IBUs here, uh, so it's not really super big. You know what? It's funny because the website says it has 30 IBUs, and then the bottle itself says 45 IBUs. What lie. the hell is going on? They're lying. It says, yeah. as the sun starts to peek out from around the dark winter clouds, it is a clear reminder that brighter days lie ahead. Deviating from the original recipe, this new and improved sunblock comes with a little more oomph and flavor, but still has that great summertime body. Mmm. <laughs> How would you... Can you imagine if you were just, like, at somebody's house, and you're like, they're like, hey, you want a beer? And you're like, yeah, sure, just give me what you got. And then, like, they're like, oh, here, have this. And you're like, oh, what's it taste like? And they gave you that full description, like, deviating from the traditional <laughs> recipe. It, it would be oh. cooler if they have it memorized. Oh, it sounds great, man. Like, were you planning for this? Yeah. <laughs> Using sriracha ace hops. It, 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 it's citrusy, too. It, there's just... It's, it's a type of hop I've never experienced. hops? I, I, I imagine that's the case. Typically, when you dry hop something, too, that's more for aroma value than uh, bittering in the flavor, but... I... Man, it's I like bitter, this a lot. It's not bitter, it's just that hop... Like yeah. That hop... Back that, of the throat aftertaste. That that profile, I really like it because so many times you're getting the the piney, the earthy notes, the bitter of this, the the. This is just nothing like I've tasted before. I don't think I've ever had the sriracha ace hops. You're you're, you're not a fan, Bob, huh? No, it's definitely unique. I don't even know how to describe it. <laughs> it's very unique. Yeah. I like it a lot because it's unique. Yeah. I'm with Bob. We're break, it, breaking into somebody's medicine cabinet tonight. I think. Really? Oh. I, don't, I don't. This this almost tastes a little medicine-y to me too. I'd believe it with the mint one, but I, I don't think, though, uh, that this one's medicine-y. Yeah, someone stole my Nordry and it almost tastes <laughs> like Sriracha Ace hops. <laughs> like, if you if you think about the flavor, I, I, I taste a little orange in, in the beer, almost like orange rind, if you will, when I'm breathing out. Mm. I taste a little Clementine zest. <laughs> yeah, man. Some, some blood, Clementine blood zest, orange. if you will. Some blood orange. No, that's a Caracara. So, that was good. Hey, look, I, you know, they can't all be zingers, but tonight, I think two out of three ain't bad. I think the winner of tonight is the... Wicked Bueno? Wicked Bueno. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd agree. I, if you guys want to split the rest of this one, it's open. You don't want it? No, no, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm probably going to have some more of this uh, Captain He's Lawrence. Trying to get us dr- don't you... IPA. You put that down, Nick. Oh, and the hops the used share. in the Captain Lawrence is that they use Columbus and Cascade, which are used in a lot of different beers. Uh, but they also use uh, Palisade, which I've never heard of before, in Sriracha Ace, and they also dry hop it with the Sriracha Ace. Palisade—that's like a club button Revere Beach. Isn't it? So, <laughs> Bob, did you want some more of this Wicked Bueno? Uh, you guys can have it. So, so how's, uh, are you doing any? Um are you uh, brewing any beers right now? You know, I want to, uh, but I, I need to put in my air conditioner because I'm worried the uh, the temperature in my kitchen might be a little warm. And uh, but I do. I, I want to brew another beer sometime soon. I was thinking about doing like a pale ale or or, or of the, something of the sort and dry hopping it with just some wacky 
You hop. feel you feel like any trends in the beer community are starting to pick up right now? Um, you know what I think happens is is just you you go with the seasons, yeah. and I think your palate kind of tells you what's in season. Because I know for me, I love stouts. I like the milk stouts. But with the warmer weather, I just don't think about them. And I think about what's clean, what's crisp, what's refreshing. Those are like the normally what's going on in my mind because I know this weekend I'm going to have to mow the lawn and do yard work. And I'm not going to want to drink a thick stout, you know. So in my mind, I always go for like a nice pale ale or... or um, But I mean, what's trending? I don't know what's trending right now. Is that why you have kids to do lawn work? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they're getting bigger. But I'll I have to do some of the things. Yeah, that's why we have them using the real mower all the time. Uh, it's pretty cool. <laughs> hey, get out there and mow. Get a uh, edging shovel for one of them. That's the big thing, is the edges. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I yeah. never think about it. That yeah. just doesn't... That just grows. That's a... Uh, I worked for my buddy for his landscaping company for like a couple of days. Yeah. And that was like his biggest tip. It's like the edge is what people pay big money for. Right. I don't know. I, I, I'm an awful person when it comes to uh, upkeep of my yard. Luckily, I don't even have to worry about my yard. Like, we just... People come and cut the grass. Yeah. But, like, we have, like... We have 20 patch. feet, maybe, of of yard. <laughs> I, think, I think our neighbor just pays to have it done because they're embarrassed. Oh, that's nice of Like, can you cut that spot? <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, we're going to be taking a break in a few minutes, and uh, I don't know what we're really gonna just going to recycle everything we've been doing, huh? That's normally the 11 o'clock hour. You can always talk pro wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know anything about pro wrestling. The uh, What else? We watch a lot of reality TV lately. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of uh, The Real World. Yeah. The Challenge. Send in my audition tape. <laughs> you hey, hey, the real wait a minute. How are you guys getting... You said the ca- cable... So we ended up buying like a uh, yeah we won't we'll no. talk we'll talk off air about one thing uh, yeah I'm great but we it. also did like the PlayStation View where we can get a bunch of different channels because I can't go without sports yeah for fifty bucks so this is thirty just, oh this is just a free plug for PlayStation View yeah for thirty bucks you get fifty five plus channels of cable from PlayStation and it's just like no bu- it's like Netflix but it's live streaming TV. And a DVR, and it's HD. It's literally better. PlayStation gives us better cable than Comcast. Oh, that's that's great. I um, I I have an antenna. (laughs) I heard that's good. Do you have the internet? I I do have the internet. Yeah, we have Xbox. I I have Plex also, and Plex is pretty nice. Oh, you got a buddy that hooks it up? Yeah, I do. I do. Can uh, you hook me up with them so I can? I I don't think I can. I'm not allowed. Me too. You too. I'll take a I'll take a Plex channel. Yeah, <laughs> crispy and so selfish. I offer to give I, our secret it's off. It's like air. you're 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 being invited <laughs> in the secret club. You can't go inviting other people in the secret club you were invited to. This isn't Fight Club. <laughs> well, that was actually specifically the first rule is not to talk about Plex. And there I go and I did it. I used to have like we had a th- we had a third roommate that had Plex. Yeah, and then like as soon as like. He knew he was moving out. He deleted it, so we <laughs> couldn't access it. Oh well, no! It was also we had to pay five dollars a month. Hey, we need to break. And he didn't want to do that. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll take a quick break, and maybe we'll get back into this. So stay with us. You're listening to the After Party at 980 WCAP. Cut the cable cord. Welcome back to the After Party. We hope you enjoy your stay. Here's Chris Foodline.
to the after party on 980 WCAP. I'm putting on uh, the Periscope right now. <laughs> shower scenes. Yeah, well, I'm not going to say shower scenes. On, uh, I'm just going to put what it is. You put your camera up to this and then pull it back. Is that on Periscope? That's on Instagram. Oh, see, I'm not on Instagram. Dude, on the internet, I have so many like friends that are hot girls. Oh, really? But in real Not life? Not in real life, no. No? None? <laughs> real life, I'd, I have zero friends that are... Yeah, that's the voice of Tom Markham. We also have Mr. Nick Robbins in the studio. They call me Mr. Catfish as well. Oh, yeah, Matt Berry sucks. He joined. <laughs> Kids on the internet call Nick <laughs> Mr. Catfish. We got Bob Philpot over there working the board on the other side of the glass, and he ah. is... I don't even know what that sound was. It was quick. It's a fart. But he's also ah. answering the phone. It does sound like a fart. It sounds like a duck fart. Yeah. And, uh, if you want to give us a call at 978-454-4980, and you can uh, get in touch with us. I, at this point, like it's always just uh, like, like what the hell? What, what's the your favorite party. invention? Uh, I'm, I'm running on fumes. I'm not sleeping here. I'm not the WCAP security guard anymore. Call in. The guy that sleeps on the stairs, he's the uh, new security guard? Yeah, I I almost felt bad. Uh, Last week, uh, there was a fella, he was sleeping on the stairs. Like, we were leaving, it was almost like finding a mouse or something, you know, or a big rat. I I hate to compare a homeless guy to a rat, but it was weird, because something wasn't right. Something was, and Bob was like... Yeah, I did feel bad, because he kind of hobbled away and... Right, you know, yeah, he got his cane and everything. Thinking, it was, I think it was raining a little bit. I was like, it, oh, it was raining. Where's well, this guy going? I just felt a little bad. Well, on the plus side, I just heard he's getting a new Honda Civic. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, no, but it was weird because we're walking down the stairs and uh, there's just a, this lump of human on the stairs. And I was like, hey, sir. Sir. Hey, homeless man. Sir. Here's a dollar. You can't yeah. be here. And, uh,. I don't know. It's a weird thing. I never thought in my life that I'd have to, you know, Why pick a homeless person off our stairs. That's the guy that should be out on the corner with the cardboard sign. I'm sure he is, but I just don't know what corner he's at. Because the people I see out there on the corner, they don't look. They look like they could uh, pick up a job pretty easy. Yeah, the Target people. Yeah. Yeah, the Target people. We always yeah. talk about them because I mean they they they, they make my mad. blood boil. Yeah. 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 I'm jealous I didn't think of it. <laughs> they have iPhones. I don't have an iPhone. Yeah, I saw one playing on their iPhone today. Yeah. But I mean, now well, you try begging, you tell me you don't want to play Angry Birds for a little bit. Yeah. They need to take right. a break. <laughs> they got Wi Fi. I don't have Wi Fi. Yeah. I want their life. You want their life? No, I, I don't. Uh, I'm, I'm not very envious of them. Well, someone who's like, they're unhealthy, they're addicted to drugs. And it's like, I'm not saying that drugs are healthy, but I haven't seen like a crackhead fatter than me. That's right. true. No obese crackheads. Yeah. No, I don't really see too many. I see one, though. He's on Bridge Street, and it says a uh, single dad uh, w- trying to, you know, get by. And I don't know if you're going to get by off of the... I guess you apparently you can get by on the change. He should become a bank teller in Texas. Yeah, they did a... Uh, I saw a video this... Uh, Green crystal meth. Saw a video this <laughs> afternoon where a panhandler uh, was confronted by a guy who followed him to his nice uh, F-150 truck. Yep, uh, on Periscope, we got one fella saying uh, he's seen a few at Walmart. And Matt Berry, he saw one guy had a sign that just said crackhead. So I, I imagine, he, and that's the thing, I think, like, uh, do you, you know, sympathize like, with that? Do I sympathize? Like, hey, they're, all, they're honest? Like, I give money to the honest, yeah. You're going to use it for crack? Go ahead. Well, that's what they... I give them a cheeseburger I, they know and say that's, F you. 
<laughs> really? Yeah. A cheeseburger's not going to help him buy crack. Yeah. Hey, you never know what they could trade. Yeah, maybe. Maybe somebody else trades one of the great inventions. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I, I. This is one of my favorite stories. My buddy went to Boston, tried to put a dollar in a, or tried to put change in a cup. Guy covered the cup says, "I only accept dollar bills." Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> that's a that's wow. a picky pan so, yeah. Well, you're not gonna you're not gonna get rich collecting pennies. I did a, a comedy show one night, and um, I. It was at the Dr- Green Dragon, I think, in Boston. Oh, oh that place! I love like. I've done it a couple of times. A thousand. Yeah. And and one guy came up to us and he's like, "Does anybody have a hundred dollars?" Like, no, I don't have a hundred. But here's two. I guess it worked. He got two dollars out of me. Yeah, you can't. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't think you. <coughs> you went to a comedy show. Like, I don't think he realizes like. They're not at the level of rich comedians yet. Right, right, yeah, and then comedians are broke just as well as, and yeah, even still, like when I bring my ukulele to a uh, uh, campus, some people, uh, oh, hey, Shannon Marie, I, I, I feel like this is distracting. I can't do the send periscope. Send pictures. <laughs> we had chick listening. Um, uh, no, uh, one guy came up to me. I was playing my ukulele on a bench, and he goes, "I know I'm supposed to give you change." But can you give me change? <laughs> no, no, sir. That I makes cannot. you feel sad. Like I'm not handling. I didn't even give him any change. Some people just come up to me, and I'm normally just practicing my songs and stuff. I got um, approached by a, I wouldn't say homeless. I don't think he was homeless, but I was coming. I was coming out of a subway in Manchester, New Hampshire, and the guy was like. Hey, do you got any money you can give me? I'm like, I'm a grown man eating dinner at Subway. Like, I don't have, I don't have that kind of money. To <laughs> right, right. Like, I just ate a six-inch Italian sub for for dinner. Like, what makes you think it I wasn't six of, inches? You ate twelve. You ate on the it. They're only like eleven and a half. They've been sued. Oh, really? We can yeah. do that. We can sue them for that. Well, not anymore because somebody already beat you to it. Ugh. But that sounds like something Nick would do. Yeah, that's Nick's the ultimate hater. I can just picture him oh. like measuring like I hate everyone. Eleven and three quarters. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Subway. <laughs> Drats. Anyway, um, yeah, not a fan. Not a fan at all. I feel like it's a it's a, it's almost an infestation. But it's sad. I mean, wh- what can you do about it? I mean, I, I, you could gripe all day about it, but I'll tell you what we need to do about it. Oh Jesus! What? Nothing. No, nothing. He doesn't have any. Donate money, because if we donate money, they'll have enough money to pay for rent, and they won't (laughs) have to be out on the streets and be homeless. Yeah, that's Uh, what we need to do. One day, one day. Yeah. Anyway, what what else do we have? People on Periscope, throw some topics out. Yeah, hey, uh, we we have a whopping six people now uh, watching. Somebody said I looked like Conor McGregor. I don't know who Conor McGregor is. Yeah, I told you it's a new workout plan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, is that what it is? Yeah, no, you don't look anything like Conor McGregor, but uh, I mean, I guess you you could a little bit. Maybe it's the beard. Yeah, I think that's what it is. He's a he's a UFC fighter. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I don't watch it. I'm very boring. My 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 uh, uh, interests are very limited to like beer and food. And uh, did you see one of the beer? Pe- one of the people on Periscope just wrote that they saw Nick holding a sign outside a market basket. Saying he needed change for new sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it would be hot in here, so I wore the sleeveless shirt. My uh, my yeah. arms got too big for uh, the sleeves. So. Yeah. Got dressed up. Was like, hey, we're going out tonight. 
<laughs> no sleep is necessary. Uh, Matt Barry says gross. Well, that's wonderful, <laughs> Matt. Show him. You know, flex for him. Yeah, look at that. that. Coming for you, Matt Barry. Coming for you. I wonder how this translates on the radio. I don't think Periscope works. Yeah, I don't think, well. uh, you know. Cause you know what I see though when when I when I I'm, I'm scrolling through people I think think that they're celebrities on Periscope and they'll use Periscope as having their own show so they set their phone up to pretty much like right on them like they have their own TV show and it'll even say live Periscope show uh, the the Tom Joe show or something silly. Tom, are you telling me right now that we are on? The Chris Poublon live Periscope program. Apparently. Apparently. Who's your first guest tonight? Uh, Tom Markham. Ooh. Ooh. How's it going tonight, Chris? And my second guest is Nick Robbins. What's going on? I'm going to start making money off Periscope that somehow. Is that, is that how? Yeah. Good luck, man. People make money off of uh, Instagram. I All know. the time. I don't know how they do it. I'm a plus well, they're, size they're better looking, model. Yeah. I was say, they're better looking people than us. Yeah, maybe, maybe. That's, but hope my tit didn't fall out. My man boobs are uh, <laughs> getting out of hand. Yeah, that's rough. Man. I don't want to hurt myself working out, so... Uh, so any Memorial Day plans? Just just barbecues? I'm just gonna you know, sniff out a couple of BBQs. Sniff them out, yeah, man. It, it's a good time to do it. I heard Chris's neighbors having one, so yep, Sunday. He, he's always good to give out like packs of frozen hot dogs and stuff. So that's, no, that's one the thing. other neighbor. That's one thing Lowell's good for though. Is like there's always a party going on at somebody's house outside. Like you won't know the person, but I mean, I you know, I've always just show up. Wanted to just stop at somebody's house. I like reggae tone. I, I could find a party. Yeah, Love I Pitbull. feel too awkward though. We ended up. Uh, we went to uh, when we were in New York. We ended up going to a, a gentleman's club, and yeah. then afterwards, I just saw like a, a bar across we ended the street. Up at a, yeah, and I was like, "Let's go to this bar." We ended up, and it was like Spanish music, and it ended up being a fifty-year-old woman birthday party that yeah. we showed up to, and they were just well, like I cool with say, us there. I will say. For 50 years old, Louisa looked beautiful. She was doing some dirty things. No, it was it was pretty fun. Like the best thing was like they just accepted us into this like Latin family. It was oh awesome. yeah. Well, I'm gonna turn this off because this is distracting to me. Tom now has three kids in uh, New York. Those are from butter, margarine. <laughs> I met <laughs> a, one of them. I met a young lady when I was in New York named Butter. I that still, was her nickname. It wasn't I was going to say, I still think that's not her real name. Really? It was an awesome time, though. You ever go? What's? Do you like to uh, go out to New York at all? No, never. No? Nope. You know what? We should do that. You leave your wedding ring at home, come with us to New York. We'll have a great time. Yeah. No, I, I just, uh, I'm so locked in everything I have to do here, you know? So I, I never think to go anywhere. I know uh, Gabby, she, my, my wife, she would love to go to New York. She has family or a friend out there she likes to visit from time to time, but not me. I'm, I'm such a homebody. It's yeah. very hard for me to get away from that. Because uh, I'm so busy throughout the week that the weekends come, and I just want to hang out with my kids or do something fun. And then b- before I know it, I'm back doing work again. And it's like, damn it, what the hell happened? So you have to plan those times, you know? I've been trying to... I I understand what you mean about the weekend just flying by. I've been trying to clean my car for like a couple of weeks. I always am like, I'll just clean my car this weekend. 
Get a little closer. Yeah. Hitting the uh, mic. Oh well, he's he's. I was slouched back. Yeah, he was yeah. slouched back. I was trying to turn his microphone up. Um, <laughs> I got no. Turn my headphones up. Yeah. I'm, I'm not getting in the headphones. <laughs> Where's get, my snare? We're getting way too uh, way too old to uh, after party. Yeah, at man. this point. Yeah. Well, after eleven, I, I need to start planning stuff. But hey, this is only. Uh, I only have four shows left. Uh, three after tonight. And then uh, the spinners are kicking up after uh, starting June 17th. Are we going to move to a different night? We are not. Not until... Uh, no, we'll be on the same night come September when we start the show back up. Can we do live broadcast somewhere? If they are willing to pay money for can us I, to live broadcast. What about just on Periscope? We can just take the... Well, we can do that anyway. Pod. Yeah. Just ask me questions. Can we go to the Brewery Exchange and do a live show there? I don't know. Not from WCAP unless they're paying money. Yeah, yeah, you could pay for us, right? I can't pay. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not me. How much do like, uh, I'm not exactly sure how Fall much pack. remotes pay. No, but I know what we just did a show over at Market Basket on uh on That um, must have been exciting. Yes, yesterday. Well they 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 have their own thing going on, I think. How's R D T doing? I don't know how he's doing. I'm sure he's doing fantastic. Are people still all about RET? Oh yeah, definitely. And they're they're opening up a new store in Plymouth, I believe. That's what you said. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we did the uh, a live remote, and it, live remotes are really fun for me, just because I I get to meet up with some of the people that actually listen to WCAP every day. And uh, my favorite remotes are normally at the liquor shop, <laughs> at twelve oh one Bridge Street, <laughs> the Sunrise Plaza. <laughs> Can we do one from uh, the Gentlemen's Club? No. Okay. <laughs> we cannot. But uh, uh, people, in order to do a remote at those locations, they, they spend an X amount of dollars to have us there because it's pretty much like a, a four-hour commercial, depending on how long it is. But you got to make that commercial as fun as possible, I imagine. And yeah. I normally have a great time doing it. And uh, But I had to do traffic reports yesterday, and I hate doing traffic reports. Like I look at this map, and then I just tell everybody where all the slow traffic is. And so you're just on Google Maps? Yeah, yeah, for the most part. And uh, somebody emailed uh, Teddy saying how funny it was to listen to me doing uh, traffic reports. And, and just, even the reads, because I feel like the sales guys, they don't read the reads as they write them. We do these things called traffic reads, where you're oh, brought to you by the Lowell Five, the place to go when your business needs a loan from flexible lines of credit to SBA and government loans. You know, so there's certain things that feel right, but sometimes there's like a new read in there. I feel like it wasn't written properly, or like the person who wrote it didn't read it ahead of time. So now I have to read this thing, which I should have read ahead of time, but like now I'm reading it, and I'm like in live time, and I'm screwing it up, but it's not me, it's like how the thing was written. So I'm reading it, and I'm like, that doesn't make any sense, but I have to, I read it anyway, and I'm just like, ah, like I forgot to say Mercury the other day. It took me like three attempts to say Mercury. <laughs> If you're eating the tuna, watch out, because there's high levels of Mer- mercury. <laughs> it was just, it, it's weird. And then, you know, uh, avoid 495. Uh, there's an early car accident down by, who cares, man? What kind of car was it? I don't know. I, I feel like. <laughs> yes. I care. You I'm one care? of those guys in the car in the morning. Oh, really? Well, you know, I feel like every morning somebody's waking up and they're putting on their shoes and they're saying, today's my day. I don't want to plug another station, but I do listen to the traffic on AM radio. Yeah, WBZ, traffic uh, on the cruise. I was going to say, I don't want to 
spoil it, but they do the traffic every. I don't understand them though. When I hear somebody else doing the traffic report, they have their own little lingo, and it just doesn't make any sense that's to so me. It's quick. like they're speaking another language. Well, like I've I've got congestion on uh, I-39 North, uh, followed by the eastbound. Backed up by oh. the 110 split, and uh, I get so mad in traffic anyway. So it's just like they're just telling me, "Hey, you're about to get mad." So <laughs> I would just rather not listen to it and just see. It makes me less mad if go. there's like an accident. If, if I if I turn on and they're like, "Oh yeah, there's an accident on," and you... oh. right? Well, I try. Whoa, Somebody needs some coffee. Should I get a pillow? <laughs> No pillows. <laughs> um, well, that, that's true. And, and but for me, uh, there's always that one person. Today's my day. I'm gonna do a rollover on 93, and I'm gonna piss everybody off. And and because ca- I a, sincerely I, doubt that's that's what you don't they're think saying. So? You don't think that there's at least because every day there's at least two or three accidents on 93, 495. Yeah, I just gets out of rollover cars. Route like, three. I did uh, it. Yeah. yeah. Today's my day. I did it. Look at all this beautiful traffic. <laughs> and oh man, and, and then we have to suffer. But is it selfish to be pissed off at the guy that his life is going to be a whole lot more miserable than yours for the next few months? I don't get mad. Like like well, I think what we were saying. Traffic though. Like I don't get mad when there's an accident. I get more mad when I drive by and there's not an accident and it's just like somebody just construction. like yeah it's construction or somebody's has a flat tire or whatever like that's when i get max i'm like why are we slowing down like there's nothing in the road yeah i, 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 I don't 95 is all like it took me a half hour to go two exits the other day yeah oh it's awful and it was from lawrence to lowell i only get frustrated if i don't plan ahead for the traffic <laughs> If I if I don't plan ahead and uh, I just I, I'm 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 in a rush I'm trying to go somewhere and then I get slammed with traffic. That's the only time my anxiety goes crazy. See, Otherwise I'm pretty chill. I don't know how to plan ahead for traffic. I leave at the same time. If I hit traffic, I just show up late. Yeah. My but, boss once was like, uh, "Why don't you check the traffic before you come in and leave early?" I was like, "I'll never think that far ahead, man." <laughs> I know I, I was doing traffic for like two weeks because Teddy he lost his voice and. Uh, I for for no it was 93 southbound was just awful all morning and uh, I made a mistake I, mean, I was talking because sometimes you're just you're talking on the whim and I go you might want to bring a book audio book audio book I'm like what are you gonna do reading while you're driving <laughs> you don't have a Tesla <laughs> <laughs> you might want to bring a DVD portable DVD player yeah was that when people locked themselves to barrels and sat in the middle of 93 no 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 that was months ago that was uh that was like before last winter wasn't it. No, oh, this, I was, know. this was like two weeks ago. Oh, okay. Ninety-three southbound is awful anyway most yeah. days. So, um, especially during like between seven and eight o'clock is normally at its worst. But what are you going to do? All right. So we talked about beer Memorial Day. Uh, there's a lot of events going on for Memorial Day, mostly barbecues. It's all barbecues, Seen right? Any good movies lately? Uh, no, no. You know what I'm going to actually watch on Friday is uh, oh I've been wanting to see this Ten Cloverfield Lane. I've seen it, yeah. Was that good? Um, I, was, I enjoyed it. Yeah. And it was very suspenseful. That's what it looks like. Yeah. I'm not expecting, like, gold, but I'm expecting to have fun while I watch it. You know what movie I watched the other day? It was pretty good. Uh, 13 Hours, the Benghazi movie. Oh, yeah. Was that any good? I liked it. Yeah? I'm, I'm sure I'm going to like that one. I want to see that one also. Um, Best Invention Ever, the movie. Yes. Oh boy, we got another half hour of this, huh? 
<laughs> you got any shows coming up, Chris? Do I know? I no. saw you for the first time doing stand-up. Did we talk about this earlier? No, we talked about it off air. All right, yeah. Uh, I've been on the show a decent amount of times, I'd say. And I like two weeks ago, was it? Yeah. Finally it saw a- you performing stand-up. Yeah, it's always interesting, huh? Like, I, I don't think I've ever seen you guys as acts before. Yeah. But, uh, like, I got to see Ryan Cheney's act for the first time, like, two weeks ago also. Oh, he's fun. Navigation two Yeah, years. yeah, yeah, that was fun. But, no, it was cool. Yeah, you were out in the crowd, and it was, it, it was fun to be able to do jokes again. And I was so nervous that night. And once I got on the stage, like, it all went away, and I just started doing my jokes, and they were all hitting, and... I was very proud of myself. Do you have any uh, any rituals before you get on stage? I used to do push-ups. Really? I used to go outside and do push-ups. Yeah. Yeah. And it it was only something to kind of like pump me up to... Yeah. And I used to talk about punching myself in the face. I would never punch myself in the face, but I always had a good set when I said I'd punch myself in the face. I never do anything. I just like... I just need to feel confident. I need to, you know, walk up confident, ask people like, yo... I'm good, right? And like, no, you uh, say, I'm do you good. believe in me? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go to strangers in the crowd and be like, hey, do you believe in me? They'll be like, I don't know you. I was like, that's not the question. Do you believe in me? I do. Uh, I, I drink two vodka tonics and then I'm ready. I, I went through phases where I would drink a little bit more than I should. Well, that's I did that once before. And that's I, I found out, like, I can't drink beer because then I forget my set. Yeah. If I drink more than two vodka tonics... I just I'm terrible. He's like a uh, gremlin. Get rules. Yeah, I have to. I have to stick to that. I can uh, <laughs> have each drink down, but if I can have seven beers, yeah, or two vodka tonics. If I have three and a half rum and cokes, I'll start to stutter. Well, my problem is is uh, when I'm playing the ukulele. If I drink or if I have the, a little too much alcohol in me, I won't hit the right chords. Or if I'm telling jokes, sometimes I give the punchline before I give the setup, and uh, so alcohol definitely impedes me. Other uh, 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 things don't, though. I uh, I was on stage once and I was I was drunk and uh, dairy. No, well dairy I was it was tough, but also um, what was the other one? Um, shoot, I can't think of it. But anyway, so I was on stage and uh, I had too many to drink, and I went in and did the punchline. And I just look down at myself and go, oh, that's not how that one goes. <laughs> Said it out loud. I think that was Derry. Was it? No, Derry was the one where no one was like, no one got the joke. So then I didn't even, I thought I was doing a great job. Yeah. No, this was another time. And then you called the host the wrong name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's weird. And then you find your even medium where you're most comfortable. I think the best sets I've ever had, I was stone sober. And yeah. Like, and you get drunk. You're like, they got... This guy knows what I'm talking about. What about the people that... Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Don't don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. This guy. I hate the people that say, oh, getting drunk will probably make it easier. It'll make you way funnier. I'm like, no. Because people can smell it. And when you, there's a comedian up on stage and they sound drunk and they look drunk and they're talking drunk, they're not funny anymore. Yeah. To me, that's the case. Yeah. They might even be making an ass out of themselves, but at that point, I feel like they're wasting my time. Right. That's why I ended up finding, like, after I, I did it, it was early on when I started. Like, I got up, I was a little drunk, and I was like, all right, I can't have more than two vodka tonics before I go on stage. Now, after I get off stage, it's game on. Yeah. But. yeah. I will say, like, it goes, like, when you said about, like, people can read if you're drunk, it goes with, if and it's, it's at first, because, you I mean, there are bars you go to and see comedy, 
But in my mind, if you're going to spend money to go to a show, you want to see a professional. Right. Like, you don't want it to look like, uh, you know, I mean, Joe Schmo got drunk and then told jokes. You want someone, yeah. you know, I mean, nice shirt, telling ni- like, with with their stuff prepared and well together. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, if you're sipping on a beer, that's one thing. But if you're getting hammered because you're nervous and you need a, something to calm your nerves, you're not going to be funny. I mean, I, I've seen drunk people on the stage and they they have this ego to them. Maybe it's just the alcohol killing their inhibitions, but it's just not funny to me. <laughs> And 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 then it's a lot of audience blaming when the jokes aren't hitting. Uh, I can I cannot stand that. And I like I I don't know. I think it's from playing you know football and stuff where it's like you need to be held accountable for your actions. Where like right. if I mess up, I'm like all right, I messed up. I wasn't good. But like so many other people would just be like, yeah, man, that crowd didn't get me tonight. <laughs> I, I've heard that before too. It's a rough yeah. crowd. It's like honestly, it's like yeah, there are rough crowds, but at the same time, if if every crowd you perform in front of is a, a rough crowd that didn't get you, right? I, I went up uh, one time. I was doing the Rusty Hammer, and there was a comedian, and uh, it, none of his stuff hit. And I remember I had to go after him, and it, it was just funny because he's like, "Oh, this is an awful crowd tonight," and he's like, "Good luck," you know, he's saying that to me. And when I went up there. Everything I did hit. It was great. It was one of my favorite sets I've ever did. There was one lady that looked like she had tears coming out of her eyes when I was telling some of my jokes. And that was like pre-ukulele, too. And then uh, after I got off the stage, I'm like, yeah, man, that was a difficult crowd. Yeah. yeah. I felt so, good with myself. The worst is I've been on the opposite end of that, where like the crowd would be going good, and then I'll go up, and yeah. it's like silence. And I'm just like, hmm. Right. I think you figure out, like, because like, I have jokes that work for like... A younger crowd, and then yeah. I have to take out some of those jokes when I'm in front of like an older crowd, or right. like uh, you know. When I first started doing comedy, that was the older crowd always made me the most nervous. But then that's, I mean, you have to find some clean jokes too. So if you have to do a set amount of time, it's just. And it's so much easier for us to write dirtier things that are funny to us, that are funny to your, your buddies when you're just right. messing around, but. I mean, the cleaner ones are the harder ones to write. Unfortunately, those are the ones that are going to make you a paid comedian. Yeah. I will say, uh, we talked about this a bit off air. I don't think we mentioned it on air last time I was here. Uh, did I tell you about the show? We did a benefit show in, like, uh, the Salem <laughs> Dairy Elks, Elks Lodge or something. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you want to, uh, hey, can we, we take a break and we'll go to that yeah. right away? Because that was a pretty awkward... Uh, oh, that was awful. That was pretty interesting. So hey, we're we're gonna hear about his uh, uh, s- some racist uh, uh, attendees of a comedy show. Children <laughs> attendees. Oh it man, a very mixed crowd. So you know, I guess we can go with uh, what was your worst comedy uh, audience? I guess yeah. I'm, I'm sure I've had one before. That was worst, and that was the most entertaining. Yeah, was, yeah. I think right. we had uh, and I got a gift basket. <laughs> Which is awesome. Stay with us. You're listening to the After Party on 980 WCAP. Don't fall asleep in your Tesla. Well, they'll stone you when you're trying to be so good. They'll stone you just like they said they would. They'll stone you when you're trying to go home. They'll stone you when you're there all alone.
listening to the after party. Hey, who farted? party on 980 WCAP. It's 1144. Oh, we got 15 minutes left and then we go to bed. I want to remind everybody that tomorrow, Living for the Weekend, will be on starting at 3 instead of our normal 1230 to 3 slot. We're doing 3 to 530 and I'm excited. It's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, I'm happy. So uh, I'm Chris Pubel and joining the studio we have Nick Robbins. Still awake. Yep, yep, still awake. We got Tom Markham. What's going on? Nah, living the dream, man. Living somebody's dream. Uh, and we have uh, Bob Philpott pushing all the buttons, answering the phone. If you want to give us a call at any time during the evening at 978-454-4980. We haven't had Cool Mom call in the past few weeks, which... Is she okay, you think? I Probably. Maybe she just forgot because we didn't do the show for two weeks. and I don't know. She, she's not keeping Bob too busy. Yeah, it's a little different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, what, what are you going to do? Um, so before we left, I know uh, 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 Tom was about to tell us about this wonderful experience he had at a comedy show with uh, the Elks. Yeah. Do you want to do that? Or if you you were saying about the worst spot you ever did. I mean, for me, the worst spot, I don't know. Um, I know there's certainly been the worst show I've ever done, but it's not coming to me right now. Like I know the most awkward I've ever had was uh, in Panucci's in Concord, and that's a Jay Grove room, and it's a fun, it, it's a good workout room, and especially if you, I used to alternate, so I'd go from the, you know, Panucci's, and then I'd go to the garage, Panucci's garage, Monday's shows, and um, I remember I, I had at least 15 minutes of time I could do, and uh, they, they were light on comics, so all of us had to do more time, but everybody at Panucci's had already seen my set many times over and they're all regulars and I remember uh, uh, he told can you do 15 I'm like yeah I can do 15 and I got about 5 minutes into it and nobody was laughing nobody cared everybody heard the jokes and I felt like an idiot just doing the same jokes in front of the same crowd like it's not going to be funny this time yeah they just talked over me, and I remember looking at Jay like, Hey, how much time do I got left? And he gave me ten fingers. <laughs> like, oh, man. Dude, I was at a show once. Nick was there, too, in New Hampshire. The promoter came up and was like, Hey, a bunch of people canceled. This is after I opened the show, and then he came up to me after I did my set and was like, a bunch of people canceled. Can you go back on stage and do other material? Oh my gosh! And I was just like, Yeah, yeah, I guess. He's like, All right, and I'm gonna introduce you as a different person. So change your voice. <laughs> what? <laughs> and so he I had jackets and stuff too. So. Yeah, like we legit like wardrobe change. <laughs> I did. I opened the show and I closed the show out That's as funny. two different people with two different. <laughs> How did it work out? I went pretty well. Yeah, I love that place. It was a uh, it was a bar up in Manchester, and like we would go there, and we would do our our sets. And sometimes it was good crowd, sometimes it wasn't. And then afterwards, it turned into a club. So right. yeah. So regardless of how well we did, you know, I comedy wise, we had a great time afterwards. I was asked to do a show at Roxbury College. And it was me, and it was two older comedians that probably shouldn't have been doing a college uh, show. And it was $20 a ticket for a Roxbury College, Ooh, right? Jesus. 
How many people do you think showed up? Two. That's crazy. Yes, about that. There was a security guard, <laughs> and there was the person selling the tickets, and then there was the person that arranged the show. So it was about three. I did. Um, I th- well, I thought it was going to be canceled because there was nobody there. But they made us do the show anyway, and I was hosting it. So I did eight up front, and then I did another eight when I was introducing the second comedian. And it was just the most awkward thing in the world, because you see this whole theater, and there was like two people way in the back, and one person in the front, and that was it. It was bizarre, man. Fitchburg State, we had uh, Dane Cook, Robert Kelly, um, who was the other? Goldman. Goldman, and... um, we ended up paying, I think, just twenty dollars to go to that. Right, but I mean, you still Dane Cook is like a famous name. Yeah, but you're getting you're get you're selling tickets as much as uh, Dane Cook was selling them for. <laughs> yeah, but there was no way it was uh, at that caliber. Dude, I I did a show in Boston when I it was when I was pretty new, and I went there and it was like a open mic, like a I shouldn't say I did a show. I went to an open mic, and it was a uh, like a sign up and. They went through the entire list, and I was third to last on this list. Uh, it was about one o'clock in the morning. Tavern at the end of the world? No. Oh. It was like one o'clock in the morning. There were two people waiting to go up after me and a bartender. And the two people waiting to go up after me were just reading their notes, not even paying attention. So it's just me telling like jokes to a bartender as she was <laughs> as she was pissed to be there and just cleaning off the bar yeah. I love those shows because then like when we first started like comics that have been in there you know for a while would come up and be like yeah no that's really good work you know you gotta work on the, the crowd work and it, it's like no yeah, there's no there's one here there's two people there right. is no crowd I could sit in front of my uh, mirror and tell a joke and get a better uh, reaction <laughs> yeah but it, I it's strange. Sometimes when you get it, though, it's amazing how you can kind of feel that energy in your ear. It's you're almost in sync with the, the laughter in the audience. But then that moment you you flub a line, that moment you 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 mispronounce a word, you lose them almost instantly, and it, it, it's an amazing feeling. At, at the uh, the bar up in Manchester, this uh, I'll tell you this joke or this story. This was the worst thing. I, like I love the guy who was hosting, great guy, um, but he tried to get this girl's attention because these girls were talking loud and they were at the bar. He's like, hey, you know, yeah, they were attention. at the bar. They didn't want. Any, here's to preface that story: the show was going on in a bar that like. And if you didn't know you were going to a comedy show, you thought you were just going to a bar. Right. Yeah. And, and that's a lot of open mic comedy. Yeah. yeah. So they're there, and he's trying to get their attention. The girl turns around, and, um, you know, he's a Spanish dude. And the girl turns around and is like, is this the only way you can hit on girls? Is that the bar is, like, when you you have a mic? And then he said something back to her. She made some racial slurs. He threw back some other, maybe calling her names as well. Like, Everybody got that awkward silence that you get, you know, when, like, an argument breaks out. It it escalated where people were throwing, like, heartfelt, like, jabs, like, daggers. Like, like they were trying to hurt each other's feelings. Yeah, and everyone felt it. And then, like, just out of nowhere, like, the argument's still going on. He's like, all right, up next, Nick Robbins. And, like, everyone's just staring at me. And I'm like, (laughs) great. Well, there won't be any racial slurs from this guy tonight. Right. Like, 
Oh man, that's, it, it, you know you're bearing yourself up on stage, and you don't know what kind of crowd you're going to get. Ever do the burn in uh, Somerville? Mm. The ten to a, it's like a ten to midnight show. Oh, it's too late for me. Oh yeah, it was too late for me too. I I couldn't stand it, but I mean, it's funny because when I first started doing comedy, that was the first stage I saw where I was like, wow, that's a pretty cool stage, and there's a lot of people here. But then trivia ended. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> finished up and went somewhere else. There was one spot in Somerville. Um, Nick made a comment. Like he had this joke where he would just fill in, like whatever city he was in, he'd fill in. Like yeah, like, if he was in Somerville, he'd say, "Oh, the Somerville girls, classiest girl in Somerville." Yeah, that's a real good. And like I said, bad things about the girls. Yeah. And um, but there was just a group of like. Drunk, what was it? Irish. Irish. Yeah, they're Irish. Just started screaming at him. Like, mind you, like, the bar's going on. If you didn't, like, I would have never guessed that they were actually paying attention to what he was saying. But then he said something about, like, the classiest girl in Somerville. And these three older dudes perked up so quick and was just like, Hey, F you, you piece of S. Get this, out of here! This is like my third time being on stage, <laughs> mind you. So I have nothing to They go, Go back to, go back to New York, you effing Yankee! <laughs> and I had like I had no comeback. I just looked at. I was like, "You belong with my grandmother, dead," and like that was all. And everyone's just like, "Uh oh," <laughs> right? Like it was just it was awful. And that was the same place. We we went there a couple times, and like our final straw there was we get two minutes, put our names in, so we're dead last again because we have jobs. So we have to go. You know, we go after work. Yeah, and um, the guy who's running, it's like, oh, you're out of time. He goes, we're out of time, but you know, what? you guys can get on stage with me for a minute and a half. And so we're like, all right. So I get on stage. And I'm trying to like do my set, but he's like chiming in as well. And it was just that's, like that's so weird. Yeah, it was it was awful. I was like, Comedy's I can't. a weird thing, huh? Yeah, and the it's... the fact that like we're going there after work, and like I'm, ugh, I was just like, you know what? Can't do this. Yeah. The weirdest thing is, it's like it's so subjective, and it's like one of the only art forms where you're instantly judged. Well, yeah, you have to like turn on the funny, and but and and people want to laugh most but, times. But well, as you're painting the picture, you have to keep people entertained. Like you, know what I mean, you have to string them along through the whole process. Like if you're yeah. telling, and then it's like they lose interest, and you, you know what I mean, by the time you get to what you're trying to do, there's yeah, yeah, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it is what it is. Just gotta be funny. Yeah, that that's the key. That's, <laughs> that's why like I like playing the ukulele now, just because it's, it's it's kind of a fun thing and it's kind of a good fallback if I'm if I'm forgetting jokes. But and plus, it kind of like forces people not forces people to listen to you, but oh, yeah, like it commands attention. Yeah, because yeah, it's loud and people are like, and, and I think songs kind of uh, get people's attention in general a little bit better. Because what's better than a funny song? I don't know. I always like funny songs. And the fact that you're one of the few people that know how to play the ukulele. Yeah, but I mean, I, th- I think if you know guitar, you know ukulele. I just, I, I, the guy before me was Tiny Tim. Yeah. Can you transfer that? Can you play guitar? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's harder to go from ukulele to guitar than guitar to ukulele. Spoken you know? like a true ukulele yeah, player. Yeah. I feel like that's how you get... <laughs> well, I, I play a baritone, and that is like the bottom four strings of a guitar, so it's all the same notes. So uh, the only thing I'm missing is the top two strings that are the E and the A string. You should get a uh, when you play out in the 
wherever you play near you, Lowell, you should just get a sign for the, and try to get money through that. Yeah. Just say, you know, can't afford a full-size guitar. <laughs> Any spare change or something. Right. Saving up for the top two strings. <laughs> well, I'm going to need a new ukulele soon because this one's starting to fall apart. It's they like still chipping make away. Oh, yeah, totally. I've got that one that I have at Guitar Center, and they're not even a thing anymore. So now if I want to get... No, no, Daddy's Junkie Music. Oh, I was going to say, Guitar Center. Guitar Center, they're still a thing. It's Daddy's Junkie Music that went under. But, oh, boy, this was fun. This is another fun show. and uh, Always. Is it that time already? Yeah, it's uh, it's 11.56. we got about uh, three minutes left, and then uh, it's time to go to bed. And I have three more shows after this. I know Ryan Chaney is going to be joining the show next week. Nice. He's funny. Yeah. And uh, I can't I, I have uh, another fellow who dabbles in comedy, and his wife is going to be joining. So, nice. Uh, we got three people. Who's the other in. fellow? I cannot remember his name right now. But he's really funny. I guess I don't know yeah. his name. He's a great I don't know. guy. I, I, I want to say Jacob. He was on before. Um, he, he's just he, he's Ryan's friend, and uh, I know his wife was at the two year anniversary at, uh, at Navigation a few weeks ago, and she's like, "I want to be on your show. I'm funny. You need a female on the show." Because I'm funny. That would perk it up a little bit. And I said, uh, "Yeah, June second. What do you say?" Because we will have June 2nd and then uh, two more weeks, June 16th. We're going to be finishing on my birthday. Who's on that show? The Chris uh, on birthday show. Alan Richardson and Matt Berry. Nice. Yeah, I think they're going to join in. At least that's what they said. So, and uh, and then I get to take the summer off. Me and my sleep number, number 25. Just hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> Sleeping. You know you're getting old when you get a sleep number bed. Well, it wasn't even my idea. It was uh, we we needed a new bed. The bed was like ten years old or more that we we're sleeping on, and uh, my wife said uh, that she was interested in the sleep number, and I said, "Well, is there anybody comparable to the sleep number that might be a little more affordable?" And she's like, "You know what I want, Chris? <laughs> like sleep number it is." Because I, I was thinking like if I got any other bed, and it wasn't to her standards. There's no way I was going to live that down. You know what I want, Chris. <laughs> you started getting undressed. You're like, oh, you don't want this? No? No, it's just the, the bed, huh? Yeah, yeah just, just the sleep number. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so we, we got the sleep. And, and even when we were buying the sleep number, the lady, like, we're in there, and she's all ready to do the paperwork to get me, like, going with the sleep number. I'm like, I can't make this decision here in front of you. I need to walk around and think about this for a second. This is a big investment. And she's like, well, we can get the paperwork started. No, I don't know. Don't. Don't pressure me into this. I'm buying a bed. I don't want to do paperwork. Oh, boy. But, hey, we got it, and I'm pretty happy about it now. It's a nice bed. I got my last bed when my my uncle died. Hey, don't forget to send the bill to sleep number. (laughs) No. I already am paying it off. (laughs) All good. Hey, well, uh, Nick Robbins, Tom Markham, thanks for joining the show this evening. Hey, thanks for having us, man. Oh, absolutely. It's always a good time. Yeah. And uh, thank you, Bob Philpott. Make sure to check out grabdadabeer.com. Dad, grab a beer. Grab that a beer. dot com and couchdrunk.com. Just don't check it out till like next week because right now I own the website, but it's still in the process of transferring over to the new <laughs> server. All right, but check out grab that a beer. dot com. But like I said, just not this week. Maybe <laughs> next week. You can check out uh, Couch Drunk for right now. I say hello to people. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to go now, so we got to say goodbye. After party out. So <laughs> good night, everybody. Party's Thank you over. Sleep. Bye.